0: this episode of the full mag podcast is brought to you by black rifle coffee ditch the hipster bucks and man up black rifle is roast to order meaning you're going to get the absolute freshest most flavorful coffee you've ever had this isn't some crappy coffee that just sits in a warehouse for over a year everyone who's bought black rifle coffee that's hit me up on social media pretty much tells me the same thing I want to support you guys I love the company but damn that's some good coffee I did a blind taste test at home uh, with all the different roasts and surprise, I'm not completely full of crap. All of my notes and the roasts that I preferred were in order from Sniper's Hide to all the way up to Murdered Out. Uh, I prefer lighter roasts like Silencer Smooth and AK-47 Espresso, but if you savages like it bold, Beyond Black and Murdered Out will will tickle your trigger finger. That's a pretty good one right there. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I just came up with that. If you like, uh, if if you like those bold flavors, then uh, Murdered Out and Beyond Black will tickle your trigger finger. <laughs> That's pretty good. So uh, go over to BlackRifleCoffee.com, try out a few roasts, and then once you figure out what kind of roast that you like, join the coffee club. It's there's a coffee of the month club, and you get all your favorite roasts shipped directly to you, along with exclusive discounts every month from companies like Larue, LWRC. Hodge Defense, Freedom Group, Ready Man, Article 15 Clothing, and so on. I mean, you get a lot of cool stuff and discounts just for being in the Coffee of the Month Club. That's honestly worth it if you're going to buy coffee, anyways. Sign up for that. Those discounts will really, really help you out along the way. Get all the cool coffee swag over at the I can't even talk. Get all the cool coffee swag over at BlackRifleCoffee.com. Um, I don't know if you've seen all the shirts that I've been wearing a lot lately from the coffee, the uh new espresso shirt. I'm digging that one. Digging that one. Um, okay. You guys get the point. It's awesome stuff. Um uh, go over to blackriflecoffee.com, check it out. This episode's guest is my good buddy Kit Cope. Kit is a four-time world Muay Thai kickboxing champ. He's a former UFC fighter. He's a trainer, coach A gun-slinging tactical mofo whose beard could probably beat up most of the hipsters out there. We filmed this uh, podcast probably a couple of months ago. And since I'm catching up with all my podcasts that I previously recorded, um, just to give you guys a heads up, I'm going to visit him next week and film a bunch of MMA stuff with him. And if you want us to cover anything next time in a podcast or something along those lines, or if you want to see some type of video, let us know on the internets. All right. Enough with the pre preliminary talking and chatter. Give it up for Mr. Kit Cope. It's it's always awkward like trying to figure out how hey how how, start? You, how do we start this? It's just uh, Is that
1: lamp is that a lamp that was here? That yeah. fucking that look at that thing. Yeah. Is that a desk lamp? Is that a fucking
0: floor lamp? What is that? I don't know. I don't know. It's like
1: halfway between. It's making me kind of. It's fucking weirding me out a little bit.
0: Right? Dude, Dave, Dave was trying to figure out all the stuff to uh, to light because the lighting in here is just awful. Um, but so, we're we're going, so we might as well start right. here, right? So just so everyone that knows That is
1: some weird Alibaba forty thieves shit right there. Look at that. So everybody trying to rub on it.
0: Any, no? Anyone who's listening, trying to figure out what we're talking about. I'm in uh, Las Vegas, training with uh, Kit Cope, and uh, I rented an Airbnb close to his house. <laughs> Fairly close <laughs> to the house. And so I was like, hey, let's uh, let's set up and do a podcast. And, um, and it's kind of bare bones in the kitchen living room area here, uh-huh. and so uh, Dave works some magic to make it so you can at least see our faces. I mean, it was like completely just like darked out here, but... He had this this uh, light umbrella and everything, and made good use of it. Made good use of it. So no, on the kitchen lights, too much. No, they were just
1: a little too bright. Too much over yeah. there. Yeah. you don't want to sure. show too much of this. No, no, it's too bright in <laughs> the background. It's blowing out the GoPros. I mean, you really don't want to show too much of this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, you want to keep uh, some of your own the, popularity. The you know beard, what I'm saying? The beard.
0: The beard is pretty epic. <laughs> it's it's it was like. I feel so inadequate sitting at this table. You're right your JV team. You know JV what?
1: Team. Easily, it's genetics. It it's, is. Not uh, it's not your fault. Uh, it's not your fault. You, you didn't know. come up short on anything.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what's funny too, though, is <clears> I, I question like. So this is this is actually a good way to kind of get going on on everything too, though, is like uh, how we were. This is, oh man, I'm gonna try to keep from straying, but. It's uh, you know not gonna happen. I know. Uh, we were talking about uh, pharmaceuticals and everything, and I took I took Propecia for the better part of ten years. That is so long. To so take that long. Fucking right? poison. And you 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 like you can look at my hairline in my videos. <laughs> as soon as, <laughs> soon as I stopped taking it here a couple years ago, it's like
2: boom.
3: boom. Damn.
2: his head is running from
1: his face it's like it was doing it in the background while you were taking the propitia it was like preparing oh yeah it was preparing it's like okay this one's got to go oh it's he's not gonna let it go yet okay well we've got that one on tap and then this one's got to go and then this one's got to go and they just made a map and as soon as you stop protecting it they just fucking yanked it all out
0: that was it it was game on and so it was weird though is um is I feel like it has has a lot of different effects, like on on you know, not just your. So you weren't actually gay before. No. No. Yeah. No, see, and see, that's, those are diff- those are some it, effects it, that they it, don't you tell know, you about. Yeah. It's, it, uh, so so. Okay, just so everyone knows, one of the one of the main reasons why I came out here, um, aside from Kit being awesome at everything he does, oh. is, is that I, I mean, there's so much misinformation out there. So much misinformation, oh, man, and I know. because and it's profitable, it's that's it. Misinformation and, is and so very profitable. For me, I've been screwing with my hormones with this this medicine. I've never taken any drug. I got hit by a car and I took one pain pill after I was up for two days so I could go to sleep. Right, um, that's it. That's all I've ever taken. And so um, the like Propecia and everything was clearly affecting like. <laughs> my body and everything else you look like some of my videos it's kind of funny because i feel like this is a research project for people I i like still framed this photo i might i might end up posting it on social media or something like that but it's like me turning my head in one of the videos like looking over at like a urinal and you like see how just like specifically at a urinal yeah yeah so we okay so we did we we did we did this uh uh, so when i was doing the comedy stuff with totally totally sketch, there is um uh death star etiquette or something Um. and and so it was like this the the star wars stuff or what is it the mayday or not mayday that's the uh thing uh it's uh the fourth or whatever. Oh, may, may, the, may the fourth, fourth be, be with, with you. you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we did a video for that. And it's like Death Star etiquette or whatever. It's like looking up, down at the urinal at the person beside you or whatever, like the do's and the don'ts. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Darth Vader and a stormtrooper uh, come in or whatever. And I'm standing over there to the side or whatever. But whenever I look over, you can see like how much water I'm holding on my neck and yeah. in my cheeks and everything. And that's oh, called
1: progesterone. For those see,
0: people, yeah, and yeah. So, so for me, like visually being able to see that stuff. I mean, physically, I don't know if it's it's affected me or anything. Uh, getting a little bit older and everything like that. I mean, it it has to be at some way, shape, or form. But, anyways, um, so after seeing like these results and everything, I said, screw it. My health is more important to me than anything. Than your hairline, uh, yeah. Than my hairline. Um, <clears throat> you know, originally you know, you, 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 you think it's like a, a confidence thing or, um, working in the entertainment industry, I'm not going to get work or something. And you know, what's kind of funny is, is the whole YouTube world and the digital space has kind of made me like, I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care. I don't need to be, you can still do your yeah, shit. I can it still be matter. me. I can still have a good time and do the stuff that we do. So I don't need and to. And if you
1: can't be you, you can be Jason Statham.
0: That's it, and that's still it. have the same hairline. Well, there's, there's, there's not that. There's many. minor differences. There's He's not, shorter. He's not, shorter, and that's what that it comes many, down to. There's not <laughs> that many Jason Stathams out there. There's a lot of, of leading, Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise types. You know, not with that, that hairline though. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's the important but part. But that's what I'm saying. How many Jason Stathams are there? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So there's that the means, rock, that means the There's
1: diesel. There's room for more. Bruce Willis
0: okay. yeah Bruce Willis
1: is that oh yeah Bruce yeah. see oh yeah now does that mean does that mean that there's only a few guys that can pull it off or that there's room for more of those to actually be no
0: I don't know I don't know but I will say that uh I, I I made the decision that my health is way more important than any aesthetic thing and it's a good decision yeah and yeah. so so for everybody everybody listening or, or watching at home and everything I, uh, I I was like all right I want to get I want to get going on the right foot because it's been a couple years since i've been off of it um and then again you know all this misinformation out there as far as like diets and exercise you know you have man i don't even want to open up the can of worms about um i'm not even going to say uh different gym names and stuff like that but because maybe for legal reasons or something but you you all know that you go to certain gyms you run the risk of getting injured because the guy So and, I shouldn't out anybody. I wouldn't on the podcast. I wouldn't. No. No. But it could go to too uh, many people. Yeah. Yeah. So so the, right. the the thing is is like you you I'm not saying that you shouldn't go to a trainer. And but, and, like, and absolutely. Uh, I mean, but there there's different things that could happen if you got the wrong one and I don't want lifelong injuries. Very
1: bad things, very yeah. bad things. Not only, not only can you hurt yourself, but you can actually injure yourself and those are two different things. Getting hurt and getting injured are two different things. Um, getting injured can be permanent. Um, and also, it, training is expensive. Personal training is expensive and it should be expensive if you're really getting training.
3: Yeah.
1: However, there are a lot of gyms out there, a lot of major big named <laughs> macro <laughs> gyms out there. Yeah. That um that have very under trained staff. Um, underdeveloped staff. And uh and you're paying those guys the same that you would pay a very knowledgeable trainer. And if, even if you don't get hurt or injured, you can just waste a ton of money doing nothing. And, and trainers are really good at making you feel like it's your fault. <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm, I'm doing everything that you're telling me. Well, it's uh, genetic predisposition. That's like the fallback. Uh, that's like the... That's like the... That's like the... Uh, take it on faith. Yeah. You know? When you've got nowhere to go.
0: Like what you just played on me? It's genetics. It's the genetics. <laughs> genetics. <laughs> <laughs> when you've got nowhere else to go,
1: that's your, that's your fallback. That's funny. Genetic predisposition.
4: That's funny. But...
1: Um, but... With that being said... Um, Besides a few variables like, you know, uh, the shape of your muscles or uh, your bone structure uh, um, and that kind of thing, you can do almost anything with your body. It doesn't matter your genetic predisposition. Even if you have, that's a burp. A glandular problem, a glandular, I've got a, I've got a glandular
3: problem. Yeah.
1: Okay. That accounts for like 10 pounds in, uh, in on average. That accounts for 10 pounds of overweightedness. Hmm. Okay. And guess what? If you have a glandular problem, that means that you just work a tiny bit harder and, and you nullify it. Okay. And you can also train your body into producing... More hormones of different types and whatnot. We can get into that later. But you can do anything to your body that you want to. And to that point, I bring about two very, very different uh, or, or far strung ends of the spectrum. One, Auschwitz. Do you think all of those people are predisposed to be skinny? No. Probably not. Yeah. But those motherfuckers were lean, right? Yeah, there's no fat. No muscle. Yeah, no No fat fat, and eventually no muscle. Yeah. Right? Um, They maintained a little bit of muscle because they had to work,
4: right? right?
1: Because they're doing work and your body's going to try to make it easier for you to get work you think done
0: people were hating on your Connor and Halloween. Oh, yeah. I Oh yeah. Now they're going to be like, Kirk cope says that if you want, <laughs> you want to get ripped, you got to fucking go to a Nazi concentration camp. <laughs> <laughs> so there
1: is, but there is that we've all seen those pictures though. is my point. We've yeah. all seen those pictures. So don't tell me that you can't get lean. Yeah. Okay. How dedicated are you? Are you fucking Auschwitz dedicated? Okay, maybe not that oh, dedicated, Jesus. but
0: Love the fucking meme on, on that. <laughs> oh.
1: On the other, on the other end of the spectrum, <laughs>
2: <laughs> are you dedicated?
1: Oh. oh shit! Somebody quote that. Um, on the other end of the spectrum is sumo wrestlers. Yeah. Okay. Also, do you see a lot of giant Japanese people? No, it's like tiny Japanese people and sumo wrestlers, and there's nothing in between, right? So basically the way that they do that, the way that sumo wrestlers do that, if anybody wanted to know, they don't eat all day long because they would actually be lean because they train a lot. Hmm. Sumo wrestlers are actually mega, mega athletes, super agile, though they don't look like it, Mm very strong, very explosive, extremely limber, um, and they train constantly. But they fast for 24 hours, and then they have one gigantic meal a day. And because your body can only assimilate so many calories, um, everything else is just stored. So if they're taken in, you know, a 9,000-calorie meal, well, their body only need Because they've fasted for 24 hours, their metabolism is super, super slow. Mm-hmm. So what do they actually need to function? You know, like 200 calories maybe. And they're taking in thousands. So all the rest of that stores. Mm. Your body only stores calories in one way, and that's fat. Yeah. So... Um, all these guys are doing is just they're manipulating that Newton's second law of thermodynamics and they're, they're just manipulating it in a different way than most people do Yeah. but those people aren't predisposed to be not all of those people are predisposed to be huge not all of these people were predisposed to be skinny you can do anything to your body that you
0: want to it depends on your dedication to your purpose. So, what's, yeah, I mean, it, it seems like there's so many different options. And that's, so, what's the ideal scenario, for you, would you say, for like the average or typical, like not an athlete, like somebody working a nine to five, like what's like skipping breakfast? Or, As I drink a Mexi Coke, by the way. Yeah. Uh, that. Uh, exercise.
1: Oh, geez. Made with sugar.
0: Yeah. It's delicious. We'll, I love we'll, sugar. yeah we'll we'll get into all of that yeah. too <laughs> uh yeah, but it's like so I mean you hear people say no intermittent fast, so I skip breakfast, I finish eating by like seven o'clock or something along those lines um like what's like what would the okay, so <clears throat> fasting
1: um thing about fasting is. It's actually, fasting for non-religious purposes is actually kind of a new thing. Um, and, and so there's a lot of brand new studies on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and from everything that I've kept up on, the, the intermittent fasting that you're talking about is a lot more intermittent than people are giving it. Like as opposed to fasting every day, Um, Which you could, you would just have to really, really adjust your caloric intake in a very specific way um, so that you're not fasting and then, you know, eating a regular meal and then eating a regular meal and just going about your regular day. Yeah. You actually have to pull in from the fast a specific way. Um, you can cut out really easy, but you've, you've got to come basically recover from a fast in a specific way. Um, and so from everything that I've, that I've been studying, it's, it's more uh, beneficial for actual intermittent, intermittent fasts like weekly, biweekly, that kind of thing. Um, uh, a really good source for that, I, there's a really good article that actually references a couple of other studies on the uh, on the onit website. Oh cool. Yeah, onit.com. Um, and that's actually where I started my my study of the fasting thing because you know I started seeing it gain popularity yeah. and everything and so I'm like uh, this Onnit is has so kind of going so against many everything. studies on their website. There's it's because they're on it. They're on top of it. Come on. They're on top of it. Right. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm that because they actually, it's a man. I've, I've actually seen, I've been in the, I've been in, in the, I guess I shouldn't say brand names. I've been in the manufacturing, um, facilities of a few brands of supplements.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, and they don't give a shit. Yeah. They're not FDA regulated. They don't have to put in there what they put on the label. They're not held to any laws except for laws of safety. No. Um, so they can literally put, you know, dog shit in there as long as it doesn't, you know, as long as it doesn't have coliform in it. Yeah. Um, so, however, on it, they're kind of like the first company that's like, that's. That's actually trying to, that I feel is trying to f- actually help people. Yeah. Like, because if you look at it, they don't have very many products. No. They don't have very many products. They have products that work. And they know that other, you know, having all of these other products, like, like you know, any other company that like, keep really trying hard not to say any yeah. brand yeah, names. Yeah, no, no, no. Like a lot
0: of other companies. Well, no, that's honestly that's will the, that, I mean, have,
1: you know, a, a hundred products, and different different kinds of thermogenics, different kinds of pre-workout, different kinds of creatine, creatine phosphate, creatine monohydrate, um, you know, uh, androstenediols, and and all kinds of stuff that covers the spectrum of the articles that people have been reading in, in muscle and fiction magazine. Yeah. So, you know, even though.
0: Yeah. Cause a lot of, a lot of articles you do read on websites or in magazines and everything. Uh, again, I'm not going to say any names, but I mean, a lot of people don't realize, and this isn't just the, the supplement and fitness industry. This is a firearms industry. For sure. It's every professional industry out there. When you read an article, there's a high probability that that was sponsored, yep. that they were paid to come out there and write that article. And it's kind of up to the morals and ethics of that journalist or writer mm-hmm. to be unbiased.
2: Absolutely. And, and a Which lot doesn't of time, happen because money is Yeah, because a lot of times, is, yeah, is lot of
0: times you know, if you see an article on something, then you check and see how many ads are bought in that, that, that website or that. Yeah. That thing, but and again, that like kind of goes back to why I was like, I wanted to come out here and hang out for a little bit and uh, and train with you is um, like the, you look at Instagram, you look at Twitter, YouTube, you have all of these people just pushing, just pushing products like crazy, and it's like half of those people wearing the supplement shirts or whatever they probably don't even work out they're just no, on, they're just on mexican supplements but they'll but. take yeah. yeah but
1: they'll take that they'll take that
2: maxi monster whatever yeah because
1: that has 2888% better uptake of protein yeah or some other such kind of complete nonsense yeah like oh well you know, like the supplements will do the work for me. Yeah. Basically. It's uh man, it's, it's a really, really dirty industry.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. The fitness so industry. I, I want to like, like, again, like I like, uh, I mean, it, it's selfish for me being here, but if there's anything people could take away from here, like, you know, when we were talking about aspartame and stuff like that. It's like, what are like, if you could pick like, say, Maybe a handful of things, three okay. or five, just say, Hey, look, if you can, you can pull these out of your diet, you're uh-huh. going to do yourself some really good, either short-term or long-term, uh, benefits either to right. your health or fitness.
1: I'll give some key points. Yeah. All right. Um, there's a small list of things that you should never, ever put in your body. And those things are things that I call poisons. Um, And the reason why I call them poisons is because, by definition, that's what they are. These are actually substances that are in our food that uh, uh, halt or impede in some way um, natural human processes. Okay. Okay, Uh, uh, biological processes, Um, which is exactly what a poison is. So, um, one of those things, and, and most of these things that are in our food are actually illegal in most of the countries around the world. Yeah. Okay, if third world countries are banning these substances, they're probably pretty bad. Yeah. Because you can drink lead-based paint from the water (laughs) faucets in (laughs) most Uh, of uh, these (laughs) places. Go to Flint, Michigan. Right. So, um, uh, one of those things is Red dye number 40. Uh, not all of the red dyes, but red dye number 40, red 40 lake. Um, it's actually a petroleum product. Huh. It's in all of the kids' foods. Really? Anything that's bright, like, bright red or a lot of things that are orange, purple.
0: Um, See, when I was a kid, they were like, oh, don't drink yellow five or have yellow yeah, five. yellow it'll, five. It'll make your pee pee small. <laughs> Damn it. No. Uh,
1: so long, Mountain Dew. So Yellow 5 is actually just one of those, one of the substances that many people are allergic to. Oh, okay. And so that's it. But okay. it's actually so not So Red, Red 40, petroleum. 40, petroleum product. Base. It's oh, bad. Geez. Uh Man, if I could tell you where it came from. It's like, <sighs> do you remember the, you know, that like the pictures from like the. the 20s, you know, the the teens and the 20s of the old bridges that were built on the East Coast and they're just big, massive metal bridges, um, you know, in waterways and whatnot. Sure. And they've got what looks like a solid coating of rust, of kind of reddish, burgundy rust all over them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's actually a protective coating. And it's Red forty. Huh. And it's in your food. Wow. Yeah. It's bad. It's really <coughs> bad. It's not the worst. It's not the worst. Um, there are some studies where it causes ADHD in kids, which is ironic because it's in all kids' foods.
0: What is it, um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> like Without like dropping all kinds of name brands, like cereals, is it candies or it's, drinks? Uh, it's candies. Everything?
1: It's drinks. It's cereals. It's... It's, um, uh, man, there's red 40 in, there's red 40 in some, um, stuff that you, that you don't even care what color it is.
4: Huh? I mean, I guess, I guess. You bite into this
1: candy bar. You don't care what color it is on the inside. The outside's colored like chocolate and that's all the fuck you care about. Yeah. And you bite into it and then the inside is, mm, I don't know, maybe orange. So then you're like. Oh, okay. Well, that's orange. Look on the wrapper. There's red 40 in there. Wow. There's, it's
0: drinks especially. So what's the, what's the petroleum, um, product cause in your system? Like how does it wreak havoc or what does it impede or prevent or?
1: Um, it's brain function. So that's a, that's a CNS that, that
0: one affects the central nervous system.
1: Oh, wow. Um, so then the next one would be, uh, I'm trying to prioritize them. So that would be like the least important, I guess. Oh, okay. And then the next, the least important of the important ones. Mm-hmm. You know, of the ones that I absolutely do not put in my body. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a few preservatives. Uh, sodium benzoate isn't that great. Um, potassium sorbate's pretty okay. Okay. Um, but uh, then you've got high fructose corn syrup, which is really, really bad. Um, now there's, I think there's three different kinds now.
0: Yeah, there's uh, there's not just corn. There's coconut
1: and yeah. Coconut. Well, well, basically what it is is they it 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 goes through a so high fructose corn syrup goes through a a seven stage chemical process to become high fructose corn syrup corn syrup itself if you find something that has corn syrup on it eat that shit i eat corn syrup all the time i love pecan pie oh which is made with caro right yeah um so corn syrup is totally fine high fructose corn syrup high fructose corn syrup stopped being corn syrup when it became a chemical experiment huh so um and that just has really adverse effects on your body as well as, uh, uh, one of the major ones being the, uh, development and maintenance of connective tissue. Um, so they had, the, there was a study where there's, there was these, there were these, uh, uh, rats
4: mm-hmm.
1: might've been mice. They were mice or rats yeah. anyway. Um, I hope all the rats and mice don't get offended. I'm not racist. Yeah. um, so, uh, so they, <laughs> so they, they basically they they grew these mice from from or rats from uh, little pink uh, pencil erasers, and they fed the control group um, glucose dextrose uh, a glucose dextrose mixture with their vitamins and and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, and then they grew the the test group with high fructose corn syrup and they both developed, they both became grown mouse rats <laughs> and uh, the ones with the high fructose corn syrup as fuel didn't develop connective tissue. Really? So it's basically what it looked like when the dude was holding it. What it looked like was like, like a hacky sack of rat. Wow. Yeah. They have bones. They grew bones. They grew bones and everything, organs, bones, all that stuff. Just really no form. No connective tissue or limited connective tissue. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking gross. So, anyway, uh, that's one thing. That's one. Fairly bad thing that, that high fructose corn syrup does
0: to you. And that's among, like most of your
1: sodas. Among a, among a host of other things. And it's most of your sodas, I
0: mean, drinks. People, I mean, I've seen people like drain like two liters in a day.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. Easy. So, the, uh, you're not, I mean, it's, that's in everything sweet. If it's mass produced, it's probably in there. Even if it's not sweet. There's high fructose corn syrup in fucking wheat thins. Wow. Oh. Ritz crackers, I believe. Um,
4: yeah.
1: uh, anyway. Just read your labels. Yeah, read your labels. So, uh, the, and the and the thing is, is it's just it's cheaper.
4: Yeah,
1: it's cheaper than sugar. That's it. It's cheaper than sugar in that um, uh, it's more easily transported, stores for longer. Um, uh, you can make it in a laboratory it's sweeter so you're taking you're taking the fructose or the the corn syrup which is fructose so fructose just means fruit sugar yeah fruit and vegetable sugar um as opposed to being uh, cane sugar from cane you know we just call it sugar so uh all they do is they take that corn syrup and they send it through the chemical process and they make it sweeter. That's the whole point. Make it sweeter. That way we have to use less of it to make whatever we're making. Sweeter, oh yeah. That totally makes sense. Right. Less product. Which saves money. Yeah, exactly. It's all about saving money or making money, saving money or making money. So, um, then the next one would be probably the most important one. Uh, I mean, aspartame is up there. Aspartame's up there. Neotame is up there, but you don't see neotame. Uh oh, man so trying not to tangent too much because i i kind of get upset about some of this stuff no 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 worries but no. um
2: but uh drop the knowledge ball. So,
1: <laughs> can i drop this thing no, no, uh, no so um aspartame really really fucking bad and if you type into the interwebs, you know, oh, aspartame, let me see the Snopes on this shit. Yeah. You will get so many different views on it. And that's because it is such a huge industry, especially these days, because it's calorie free. Yeah, And there's lots of fat people that like to eat and have impulse control issues and can't do it themselves so that instead they try to eat calorie-free shit. Yeah. So um, it's a huge business, billions and billions of dollar business uh, from Searle. Um, I do not mind putting that company out there. Yeah. Uh, uh, So every single study that has been done Oh, so anyway, like I was saying, the, the reason why there's there's both sides to it on the internet, and it's hard to distinguish which one is real, is because the company the companies that are using aspartame themselves need to combat the truth. They need to put out misinformation. Yeah. In order to maintain their
0: well, yeah, because calorie free is such a big industry. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah.
1: Now, if you look at There are a few companies that are starting to wise up. Um, There's a cereal company, a major cereal company Mm -hmm. that has said that by 2017, there will be no more high fructose corn syrup in their cereals. Um, There is a beverage company that has vowed to get rid of high fructose corn syrup in their beverage by the end of this year. Wow. Um a very popular beverage uh so there are there are people that are waking up um, uh so aspartame has caused cancer in every single study
2: in every single study
1: <laughs> it's caused cancer in <clears throat> every living animal yeah. Every organic species that they have tested it on, it has caused cancer. That's pretty bad. That's a hundred percent. That's pretty. That's. I mean, I'm not taking that gamble. It's so funny
0: when we were kids, uh, we we didn't even call them like um, sweet and low or anything like that. We'd be like, "Hey, could you pass me two rat cancers?" there, there you we, go. Just as a joke, You knew it then. Yeah, you knew it yeah, then. Yeah, it's kind of funny. <laughs> Kind of funny. Oh,
1: that's because it was like phenylalanine was like on the market, and then they were like, "Oh, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on, no, this shit's bad," and then they took it off of the market. If you remember, I don't. Took it off the market. Tab, no more tab <coughs> soda. Oh, really? Right. Remember tab? Yeah. Yeah, that was. I mean, that was. We were really young. then. Yeah. But yeah, they took all that stuff off off the market, oh. and then found its way back on through proper lobbying. Wow. Um, So, but everybody knew. We all knew when we were kids. You know, we just want to believe, and I say we as in you, you mindless sheep out there. Um, (laughs) Cut it out.
0: Wake up. Uh, They are are not in it for you. I think a lot of people, I think think a lot of people aren't necessarily... um, Of that, like being mindless sheep or whatever. I think a lot of people are just like, like, well, in a way, like me, where you just beat down for for so much misinformation on everything. Absolutely, and you get tired. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's the internet is a blessing and a curse, and and that they're like, you know, us live fact checking the vice president while doing the fireside chat with him and everything Mm -hmm. too. Uh, I mean, that's great to be able to do that. No, 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 your, your, yeah, your right. facts are actually inaccurate. You know? uh, it, but then again, when you, you like look at like different, okay, I want to look up this supplement, or should I take, the, like, what's a good whey protein, or whatever. It, I mean, it's just like you get so inundated with so many different like, things yeah, out Yeah, like it's we like, said in the beginning. And, and then, I mean, it, you either say, fuck it, I'm not going to buy anything, <laughs> or... You just uh, just give in, and then a lot of times it's just whoever has the best marketing.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, in essence, in essence, you're here because you liked my marketing, which is basically just not necessi- science. Not really. Not really. I just gave you the science. You, you
0: uh, honestly, it wouldn't it wouldn't matter to me, uh, like your marketing, social media. No, 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 uh, no. I meant our conversation. Oh, that we oh, had oh about okay. This. Okay. I thought what you were talking about you. I was going to say for you, it's yeah, because, no. because I know and I trust you. Right. Right. And on, on top of that, like, I, I, you see your clients and, and stuff that you've done in the past and, and everything along those lines. So it's, right. it's, it's way easier for me to say, all right, look, I mean, I'm not going to spend, uh, three or four years trying to dive into this You're with like a it. handful of different nutritionists with a handful. Of, Cause you really do. You have to, yeah, absolutely. You, like it's, it's just like a doctor. Like uh, we, we were talking about for those of you at home, we were talking about, um, um, getting second opinions from doctors uh, and yeah. how a lot of people don't do it it's like I had this one doctor who uh, diagnosed me with trigeminal neuralgia wanting to uh, drill a 25 millimeter <laughs> hole in the back of my skull and cut my cranial and I was like hey you know what I want to go get a second
1: opinion do you think he <laughs> was just do you think that was just like a box that he needed to tick and he was yeah, like I, think, I don't know I
0: think right. I can get <laughs> it done here yeah, with this right. guy right I don't know man that I need a, this
2: experience yeah I. I he's I, losing I, his hair we could probably
0: I know <laughs> Well, and see, that's another thing. This uh, during this time, you know, i was still taking the um, the medicine or whatever you want to call it, um, and it was just. Uh, anyways, get go like if if ever there's a life potential life altering uh, event happening where it's like okay, I'm gonna have to have this surgery or I'm gonna have to take this medication. I mean, it's 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 not a big deal to go. Well, I don't know now with uh, like not to get into politics with. Um, with the Affordable Health Care Act. Act or whatever. I don't know how easy it is to go get second opinions and stuff. If it's, it might, easy yeah. it's easy but, enough. It's easy enough to get a second opinion I, I, it's than say, it go is to, a to, general to practitioner,
1: get a whole drilled in your yeah,
0: head. Yeah, go, go to a general practitioner and say, okay, great, I, thank you. Uh, can you refer me to a specialist? You know, so if, like it, it, an ear and yeah. throat doctor or pulmonary doctor or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, so in... in, in Having said that, I'm straying here. Sorry, uh, but we'll come so back you to get. It. I'm trying yeah, to hold on to you, you it. You get. You <laughs> go. You get a nutritionist, and you want to believe that you trust this person and that they're great and everything. But then it's like, okay, now I want to go get a second opinion. It's the same thing what I tell everybody. Like people ask me my preferences on um, concealed carry, be it a, a hip or appendix or however you want to do it, and and who's a good who's a good uh, instructor. Like, well. Find an instructor, maybe Yelp or different uh, organizations and stuff like that that uh, have websites and everything. Go to a class and then once you get done there, you know use apply the fundamentals and everything that you learn there uh, and then go to another one. And then over time you'll develop some uh, a good frame of reference of what works for you and not necessarily you're trying to prove anybody wrong in what they do it's just it's really weeding out everything that's most effective for you so be it with a nutritionist you you work with one and then you go to another one and then it's like okay you really dial in what works for you same thing with a um, a physical therapist or a trainer or whatever you know it's just it's it's just figuring that stuff out so for me to be able to kind of circumvent all that stuff because one i I'm, i'm knowing and trusting seeing previous clients and then on top of that your background too. I mean it's it's it's, it's easy for me to say okay, look let's just I'm going to come hang out for a month or 6 <laughs> weeks, 2 months, whatever. I don't even know where whatever it ends up being. I don't I don't know where I'm at in life right now, but uh <laughs> I'm just trying to trying to figure it out, but like while I'm I'm this like kind of limbo in between potential jobs and stuff like that, I'm like, well, I really want to figure this out because like I I want to be uh, healthy for like a long period of time, and as I get older, I don't want 230 pounds on my frame. I want like 180, right? And I want uh, we're gonna whatever, have that in a
1: couple of weeks. Yeah,
3: whatever,
0: whatever muscle mass I do have, I want it to be effective, right? I want it to, I, I want it to be functional for me to do what I do. But I don't want anything excessive. I don't <laughs> want to carry anything extra around. I don't want like the weight on my joints and stuff like that. So. Um, yeah. So, and you want the education, you want the knowledge, Absolutely. to keep with
1: you, so that you actually, you know, so that you don't have to have a trainer for your whole life. Yeah. Now, you'll get, you'll always get way more out of your workouts and everything like that if you have a trainer. I love being trained. Um, there are very few people that I like to train me. Yeah. Because there are a lot of trainers that are just meathead morons, mm-hmm. but uh, I but when I when I do have somebody that I that I actually respect, you know, uh, man, I love being trained. Um, and, and there is an easy way to we, we kind of skipped over the question a little bit, but there's an easier way. There's an easy way to find out how qualified your trainer is, and that is the, ask to see the certs. There are so many certifications out there for personal trainers. There and it, and it's just like there are. There are so many world champions in MMA. Yeah. Right? So, ah, yeah, I'm a world champion. You know, I'm a a welterweight world champion in MMA. Really? What organization is that? The Tennessee Backyard Fighting League. Yeah. You know, and so there's a ton of those. There's a ton of those people walking around with big, shiny belts. (laughs) Right? That you'd be like, oh, well, that guy must be really good because he's a world champion.
3: Yeah.
1: That guy sucks. He got a really easy certification, a really easy championship, right? So a lot of these trainers are getting like really easy to get certifications. So find out what certifications that they have. So what are the the good ones? Some of the good ones are, I mean, the the best ones are like ACSM um uh ISSA ACE has fallen off a little bit but they're actually making a pretty good comeback um and and uh what you want to what you don't want to what you want to steer clear of are like um gym gym trainers like I'm certified through X, Y, Z, one, two, three gym. Yeah. You you got your certification from the gym that you will train at. So that's not a conflict of interest at all. <laughs> so to A, make you pay for a certification. To B, make sure you get certified so you can make money for them. Right. You know, like. So check check it out. Check out the trainer's background. Um, uh, there are, like for instance, Paul Check is a really good man. That guy's on it. He's he's on top of it. He's uh, he's got his own system, his own certification, uh, and and he's like he's kind of like the one, really? like the one dude. That I'm just like right on the level with, like I've oh yes, yes Paul Czech, I agree with that, you know, on pretty much most everything, um, because like me, he's enamored by it, he's exhilarated by it, he he loves knowing uh, about about this thing. And, yeah. he, and, and manipulating this thing and seeing what this thing can do and finding out why it can and, and everything. And all the new science that comes out, you know, he's right there on, on the edge of his seat, you know, waiting, waiting to get the information as it comes out, you know. Yeah. And so because of that, he stayed, he, he stays in the forefront of the industry um and so like if you can find a Paul Check trainer or I man find I'm not a Paul Check trainer. Um really the, and the reason why I'm not a Paul Check trainer is cuz I'm a Kick Cope trainer and I feel <laughs> and I feel that I am every bit as good if not better than most of them but I would definitely endorse having a Paul Check trainer. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um yeah. Aspartame. Yeah, that's what I was about to do. Come on back. It's funny. It's
0: funny how we could, like, like, a lot of times I can step out and go on a rant and then find my way back. But every now and then I just go down this dead end road and I'm like,
1: Same here. Hey, where where, where am I?
0: Where am I? Where am I? But yeah, so you got got Red 40, um, your high fructoses, aspartame.
1: Um, So there's a thing called neotame.
0: Neotame. This is going to piss you off.
1: And if it doesn't piss you off, then you've given up. Um, so that this. Neo, I'm already angry. This neo, <laughs> you should be. You should be.
0: Uh, is that your angry face? No, I believe yeah, it is. yeah, pretty much. I believe it, it was, is. My, actually, my uh, coping mechanism for everything <laughs> is the laugh. So it's like if so, I get mad or whatever.
1: Mine's to punch and kick. So I get. <laughs> I get. We've all got our thing. Um, so NeoTame. Neotame is the new little brother of aspartame. Um, also, unfavorable results in in um, biological testing. Uh, neotame got clearance. Now, most people don't even know that this is possible, and before I found out about neotame, I didn't know it was possible. However... Uh, Neotame got approved by the FDA for non-labeling. So they can put Neotame in your food and they don't have to put it on the labels. Wow. Legally. Wow. How's that a thing?
0: Right? I thought everything had to be Right?
1: <laughs> no. They went straight for the they went straight for the jugular. So they got it approved for For, um, they got an FDA approved for non-labeling. So, um, anytime you see artificial flavors could be neotame.
0: So they do have to label. Yeah, they don't have to specify. They don't have to specify. Yeah. So that's the blanket that it's put in is artificial flavoring. Artificial flavoring. Damn it. 3% 3% juice. <laughs> yeah. Artificial, flavors. Artificial like, flavor. Oh man. But I thought this was apple juice. Nope. No. Only <laughs> 3% flavor juice.
1: flavored juice. Oh. Yeah.
0: Uh, 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 damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? So what's it well, so what'd it do? what is it the same is it like the same? It's just like just like aspartame. Oh, okay, but it's just found slightly in the matrix. It's, yeah,
1: it's slightly chemically different. Um, basically just so that it can be a different thing since there's no way they're gonna allow aspartame without labeling, you know. Oh, mm. well, we've got this new one. New and improved. And it's something like 3,200 times sweeter than sugar. Wow. Um, well, a lot of them are. Like, as far as your, your well, you know what? People will probably wanna know, okay, well, uh, what if I am a fat ass and I have impulse control issues, and I do need to eat some of that calorie-free food. What? I, I have no problem saying fat ass either. Uh, BJ Baldwin is one of my uh, main clients. See, I, I,
0: wasn't, I wasn't, was, wasn't going to say any of your clients or anything. like. Because <laughs> oh. I was like, well, I just, we'll just
2: leave. Fair I like time. to use the term cherubic.
1: Cherubic. What yeah. is, what is but that? you know what? Like a cherub. I, I think you have to be okay. like. cherub. I think okay. you have to be like under five right. four for that. <laughs> you
0: have to have. Uh, have Did you see an the affliction. cherubic
1: girl at the gate? <laughs> There's a new cherubic girl at the gate.
0: Yes. yes. Did you see her? Yeah. Is I she? Think...
1: Is she midgy? Is she a little person? I don't know. I don't, oh no.
2: No, that's, but that's she's that's definitely the... cherubic. <laughs> she is yeah, definitely cherubic. Yeah. 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 You uh, just want
1: to put her on a keychain.
0: Um, I, I just, I just, I just got lost here. I was just trying okay. to yes. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: no. So fat
3: ass, fat yeah. asses. Yeah. So now,
1: nah, if if you if that's, I have a, vi- a very big problem with the fact that we've gotten rid of fat shaming. Yeah. I have a huge problem with it because that kept people fit.
3: Yeah. It worked, man. Yeah. It worked.
1: And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you want to be... If you want to be a fat ass, if you want to be pudgy, and that's the lifestyle that you want to live, good on you. Yeah. You know what? Like, you know, like you're a, you're a czar, you're an emperor, whatever. You just want to eat good and live life. Yeah. And die horribly. So... If that's the case, don't fucking have kids. Don't have kids cuz that is fucked up. Because because you want to be a fat ass, you're going to make little fat asses. No,
0: that's what I was going to say. And we, that's child abuse. That's as far I, as I, I'm that's concerned. What I, that's saying. I mean, you have you have a few different scenarios. It's not like I mean, like impulse control, dude, I like when it comes to sugar, I like I don't have many vices in the world but like the last few weeks here on like um, so I'm I'm doing like pre-made meals and everything so everybody knows uh, there's this place here in Vegas called Mealtime and so they 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 portion out my carbohydrates, my proteins, fats and everything and so um, it's very very like low sugar mm-hmm. I'd say if any I mean mm-hmm. some maybe some of the sauces have yeah. So have when some. I gave
1: him when I gave him your when I gave him your macros, yeah, uh, you know I, I I give him the little a couple other little uh, tippers like um, let's stay fairly low glycemic, yeah. Um, uh, let's get enough of the enough at least sixty percent good fats in your fats, yeah. Um, and uh, other than that, you pretty much eat everything. Yeah, and yeah.
0: so so I I will say this like. Um, you know, if any any you guys are in the Vegas area, you come in for um, a trip or something like that, you could probably hit them up and um, get some meals or something like that. If you feel like you're gonna you're gonna splurge yeah, man, or you come good here, though, right? But yeah, they're they impressive, are. Right? So that's uh, like this isn't like a sponsored thing or anything. No, like it's that, totally but, not. That but we're it's, just it's, impressed by it. it. No, I am super impressed. And here's the other thing too: is like I've done meal delivery and meal prep before. In Los Angeles, and it was super frickin' expensive. Uh-huh. I mean, it was crazy expensive. You would look like anywhere from fifty to seventy-five dollars a day for for meals, and um, and this is considerably less, way better. And I'm not getting snow peas and carrots. David's yeah. had paletta too, and stuff like that. Uh, some of the different have meal you deliveries have you had have you great. had
1: two of the same meal yet?
0: No, no, I hadn't. I you hadn't. haven't had two of the same no, meal yet. No, Not yet. Do you think about that? Right.
1: Right. You haven't had two of the same meal and you've had what thirty meals? I don't know.
0: I don't even know. I haven't even counted. Well, it's,
1: it's probably well, he brought me he brought me four days. Yeah. And then he brought me Yeah, so and it's, then it's been two days. Yeah. So it's six days. Yeah. Six four, it's twenty four meals. Yeah. So you've had twenty four meals and haven't had the same meal yeah. twice. Yeah. Well that's I mean that it's That doesn't always, happen with anybody.
3: Yeah,
0: no, it's great. It's great. And it's so so here's the thing, though, is like, I, like Vegas aside, it, it's actually fairly economical to do it because some people will say, oh, whole foods is expensive. Well, if you're eating the proper portion sizes and you're, not getting, you're just not eating the way you normally eat poor quality foods, it's exactly. technically not. It, like, if, you, exactly. if you go for your, your caloric value that day, it's actually fairly inexpensive. Now, if you have like a, a, a family and stuff like that, that's where it starts getting kind of crazy. But uh, Apple's, you know... If you have kids. Yeah. But, hell, so, kids so, so, so here's where I was going with it, though. It's like, if, if you don't have certain things accessible, though, the fact of the matter is, man, when I go home to Tennessee and, I, you know, we're like an hour outside of, um, well, about 40 minutes outside of Chattanooga. And about an hour and a half uh, southeast of of uh, Nashville, and man, it destroys me because there's like a Hardee's, and (laughs) there's a local pizza joint that's all like freezer food, Uh and a gas station that my buddy owns that he has like these um, you know chicken fingers and stuff like that. Easy food, easy easy food, food. and that's the thing. And Walmart's like the only grocery store within oh, like a long, man. long way. So, like, those the, egg,
2: those egg cheese and biscuits are probably one of the best. Oh, I've so, so,
0: uh, all right. So, I, I'll like, I like, I feel like I'm doing so many shout outs, but my buddy, my buddy, uh, Darren has a, <laughs> uh, gas station. It's really good. Has a gas station, uh, uh, a raceway gas station there in, uh, in Whitwell. And dude, everybody love like, they're like famous for their Tenderloin. Uh, breakfast sandwiches and stuff like that. I mean, the biscuits, all that stuff's like all handmade and stuff, like really, really good stuff. But uh, anyways, so the point I'm getting at, which takes me 40 minutes to get to, I apologize for everybody just pulling their hair out right now. You should probably get off the Propecia and it'll just fall out for you. But Mm -hmm. um, is not everybody has like that stuff accessible, right? So you do get in these situations where uh, children are eaten in... I don't want to say poverty stricken, but yeah, a lot of places are poverty stricken, but even, even that aren't poverty stricken, it's just middle-class, you know, rural areas or even cities and stuff like that, where it's like, you're just quality of food is garbage. And then like you, the kids are just like, well, fuck it. Let's have sodas. You know, I remember when they brought vending machines and, and soda machines into our schools and everything. And uh, it's like, oh, okay, can I have, can I have, can I have uh, an extra dollar so I can get a Coke or something like that? And, And then, you know, the, the, the one of the biggest eye openers, like today when we were, we were, uh, we were training, like, I don't know if you like felt how excited I got when, uh, when that clicked on the right. Well, yeah. When you twisted it out and all of a sudden it would look pretty. And, and, but, but I learned uh, something right. And that gear, that gear shifted. Right. So, uh, sure I was trying to do that with, with nutrition and everything too. Um, and I found that. My big problem was, I consume way too many beverage calories. I like uh. I I that was like I could I could intake in a thousand fifteen hundred calories just in in liquids in a day. So I'm very very a lot of people do. I'm very and aware don't of that. They don't count them.
1: They don't count. Yeah. Them. So they're like, okay, well, I'm trying to eat good. I'm trying to. And you I know, just I'm trying killed to watch four Gatorades. Exactly. Exactly. I'm trying well, to this stay is hydrated. a sports yeah. drink though. Yeah. I mean, this is. This thing is for fitness. Yeah. So, and so a 32 ounce Gatorade is a good uh, 600, almost 600 calories. Yeah. yeah.
0: Starbucks, another thing. I yeah. mean, like you. Yeah, people like, don't count coffee. I know. But and remember so, when we looked at it the yeah, other day? You drink, you drink like a black, a black coffee, coffee 510 calories. Yep. And it's awesome. You drink a fufu coffee, and it's 300 <laughs> to 500 calories. Or more, 580. 580 for that white chocolate for, mocha, for
1: a, for a venti white chocolate mocha, yeah, mm. five eighty,
3: yeah, yeah,
0: and so it's like a meal and I a I half. Know. And so that was my big like come to Jesus moment, where it's like, okay, this is this is my issue. So coconut water is like really the only thing that I allow like consumption of calories like that, except for whenever I'm like drinking alcohol and I'll I'll cut like Jack with uh, Coke or something along those lines. Now I'm gonna have to. Cut it with Mexi like Coke. Mexican Coke, yeah. Or they, they still they have American sugar uh, ones now. Um, uh, it's called Life Throwbacks. Oh, like Pepsi, throwbacks. Pepsi's. They do have Throwbacks. Yes. Um, Coca
1: Cola has Coca Cola Life. I think it's called, Yeah, and
0: that's with stevia. It's
1: it's actually sugar and stevia. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's actually it has a really good taste. Sometimes stuff with stevia is it, it's it has a little that bitter finish. Yeah, <sighs> a little off. Yeah, you know. But and it's not as satisfying. Doesn't have the intensity of
0: sugar. Yeah, um, something about a real Coke, though,
3: but, man. It's but just like that one ah, is actually pretty good. Ah, it's uh, so good.
1: See, that's the thing, though. I stopped drinking soda back when it, when it had sugar in it. Yeah, I stopped drinking How soda. It was that twelve. I was twelve years old. Oh, jeez, what? Yeah, oh oh my God. I'm sorry. I yeah. started. Yeah, I, like I you- started drinking. I started drinking Mexi Coke, actually. And, you know, it's like one every blue moon. But I started drinking mexi when I started training with Nick and Nate. And we would go to the taco truck at 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. And Nick would get a mexi And I was like, really? Really? Yeah. Because Nick's diet is the cleanest thing that you have ever seen. Yeah. It's so clean. Man. People don't, people don't realize... That guy is really smart about the things that he wants to be smart about. Yeah, you know what I mean. He didn't. He didn't finish high school. He went to jujitsu school, and everything that pertained to him and his life, he finds out about. Yeah, and he he don't. I don't think I've ever actually seen him watch television ever, and I've lived with them for months at a time. Yeah, um, he YouTubes the shit out of that computer. It's just constantly studying, constantly studying. Yeah. Um, and so, and he grabbed a Mexi Coke and I was like, Ooh. And, and at the time I was like, well, I haven't had a, I haven't had a soda pop in soda pop. Yeah. Fucking. (laughs) Fucking. I'm from
0: Oklahoma. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> it's a it's a weird that it's a weird the Midwest is like, do you do you call, like where does that fit in in the see
1: that's the thing though is the reason why I call it soda pop is because I got away from calling it Coke. Okay. Because everybody doesn't matter what it in Oklahoma, if you're like yeah I'll have a Coke, they'll be like what flavor? Yeah, orange. No,
0: same, yeah, yeah. Well,
1: that's not a Coke.
0: Yeah, Tennessee is it's same a way. Fanta. Yeah.
1: You know. <laughs> Yeah. What what kind of Coke do you want? Purple? That ain't even a flavor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know? Yeah. So or, or or what kind of Coke do you want? Sprite. Oh, but oh. you just said Coke.
0: I know where I was going on this too, though. Is like, uh, I, it's so funny you were talking about like the calories and stuff, though, too, yeah. when it comes to like the liquid. Yeah, uh, yeah. Drinking your the, calories. Drinking your calories. Uh, and. We had this very thorough conversation, uh, um, what, a couple of days ago about Rockstar Cola. Oh. And it, I was so fucking addicted Man, to them. I like I Like, I had to delete, like, I went through my Instagram and stuff. I had to delete all the photos I took with me. <laughs> <watching> <laughs> Rockstar Cola. Because yeah. you would relapse. Dude, I was like, I was like, it, it, it literally, it literally took them discontinuing the fucking drink for me to be able to quit it. I tried quitting drinking it forever. Did forever. you? I, see, I
1: think I got to it late because I got by the time I got to it, they were already on the flat black cans.
0: Yeah, and that's another thing that we were talking about in the conversation. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I was such a crackhead for rock stars <laughs> that I knew how old they were by the type of can they were. And And the tab, and the the tabs, like so, some of them, uh, some of them were gold, and that was like the super old ones. Like I go into like donut shops and stuff like that, and they would have like just inventory that never moved, and that was the gold ones. And then the somewhat newer ones were a gloss black, and they had like a uh, shiny black uh, top on them. And then the real, (laughs) real new ones, like right before they discontinued it, were flat black so sick looking uh yeah. and it was so funny because this
2: <laughs>
1: like this, it's a camaro or dude, something <laughs> I, I, I like
0: i like i fucking i fucking i had to i i called rockstar trying to trying to get like cases of them before they discontinued well, them and everything did day. the same thing with hansons and, and and then i'm driving around los angeles trying to find places that stock them because there are some like supermarkets that stock shit like that gets banned or discontinued or relabeled, mm-hmm. like um, those cocaine energy drinks uh-huh, and stuff uh-huh. like that. Makes Minus, Yeah. And so um, I couldn't find them. I couldn't find them anywhere. And I found this donut shop, but the lady wouldn't sell me them in bulk. She said that I had to buy something else and not just the drinks. Oh, the donut shop. The donut yeah, shop. yeah, yeah. So every fucking day for like three months... I would go to the donut shop on Ventura and like fucking uh, Woodman and get a apple fritter and a Rockstar cola and that would start my day. Man, I know it's great, man. right? It's so funny because like jumpstart right there. I guarantee you, <laughs> you guys, you guys could probably on social media you could probably hit up um, Totally Sketch or Steve Green comedy or any of those dudes and just ask them what my breakfast routine is. I was like a cr- Crackhead. But, I yeah. mean, there's so much to Did it. Did I tell
1: you I saw, I saw a Rockstar Cola can um, seven days ago?
0: Really? Yeah. I wouldn't drink it. There's no way. There's San, no way I'd get back on that horse. San Felipe,
4: Mexico. <laughs> no way. San Felipe, Mexico. <laughs> I mean, like, there was, really.
1: a, there was a, a Rockstar Cola, and it was dark, so I thought it was just the black Rockstar. Mm-hmm. And,
4: it was,
1: and it was sitting on a table right outside our room. Oh wow! And this like little hacienda that we stay at in San Felipe, um, which is more of like a village than it is a town. Yeah, you know we're there for the uh, uh, Baja race, and um, and I was like, I, I looked at it and I and I was the trash can was like two feet to the right, and so I went to just grab it and t- chuck it in the trash can, and I as I walked up I was like, oh, oh hey, oh I know you. oh i know you little fella are you lost
0: oh you're all empty huh oh (laughs)
1: just laid him in the trash can
0: oh yeah yeah i I mean it was it was Uh, pretty it's pretty bad man i like uh i like i it's so funny i um i um you know i did these these paintings with different rifles on the different countries in which they were manufactured flags and everything and, um, uh, what I was, the next thing I was going to do is, um, energy drinks. So I was going to do the Rockstar Cola one in like a flat black, uh, painting and do like the logo and everything, a Red Bull one, a monster one, and, um, and take and put those, hang those up there with like the gun stuff and everything and like the uh, podcast studio and stuff that I had. But, um. Anyways, uh, I feel like how we we're doing we're doing pretty good on time. I feel like we're kind of doing like somewhat of a disservice, not even like like not even going into your like like we just go like just right out of the gate, like not even like going in like backstory or anything. But like so, okay, we'll wrap we'll wrap that up then. Okay. We'll like so the neotame uh, aspartame. Um, you got your so ret- artificial
1: flavors is yeah. the neotame because you. They don't put it on the label. Yeah. So that you know, it's your choice to either gamble with artificial flavors, artificial. I just I just have a problem putting artificial in my body anyway.
3: Yeah. Um,
1: it's kind of. Yeah. It's kind of sketchy. Yeah. Right. Um, and so, uh, but it's a gamble whether the neotame is in it or not. You know, if it's sweet, it's probably in there. Because uh, it's cheap and it's you know three thousand or thirty thousand times sweeter than sugar or something right. like that per per uh, weight, um, and I would say the last the last of the most important ones is partially hydrogenated oil. Heat that shit up and add oh, some hydrogen, oh, man. Yeah. So also called trans fat, also banned in many countries around the world. They tried to ban it in New York state, Washington state. They yeah. tried to put bans on it. Um, I believe they did ban it in Canada. Somebody can fact check that one.
0: Um, the, resi- the resident Canadian? No idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> They're like,
1: But all over the place, it's banned. I know it's banned in in Italy and um, uh, in Spain, all over the place. So, um, basically, what that is is that's it's. They've manufactured a replacement for butter. So they take oil. It's usually soybean. they do it with palm a little bit. However, uh, palm oil uh, it naturally comes kind of semi-solid. Mm-hmm. So they don't necessarily have to do that so much. And so what they're doing is they're basically, they're taking a viscous oil substance and they're making it a solid. Yeah. By passing the hydrogen through it. Yeah. Um, and in that... So they make that solid, and then they add artificial flavor to it, a little bit of salt, and they make butter. Mm. Because...
0: Sounds so good. Sounds so
1: fucking good. (laughs) Because the, the basic recipe for delicious in this life is sugar and butter. You put sugar and butter with pretty much anything... And it's a party. yeah. And so they're like, okay, well, butter necessitates a living organism. I, I need a cow. I got to have a cow to make butter, which means I have to pay another industry, a different industry, yeah. for their product to make my product. Right? Um, and the dairy industry is their, their, their own mafia. And so... You know, you deal with whatever they say you're, the shit's worth. Yeah. But hold on, I can make my own butter with oil, so um, it it keeps for longer. It shelves for longer. Mm-hmm. It's easier to transport. Um, it's more resistant to heat and cold. Um, you know, elements. Uh, it's um, it's and it's just cheaper to manufacture. yeah. Straight up cheaper to manufacture. And you can use it for everything. So, I remember at, uh, at, at, I worked at a pizzeria, mm-hmm. the cook shop pizzeria, like me and like, all my friends worked at this, at this spot here in Las Vegas. Uh, it was like, like the greatest spot ever. Um, I'm pretty sure it was the, also the most unsanitary. So we uh do uh, did you ever see the movie Waiting? Yeah, of course. Okay, we played the penis game. <laughs> I'm t- 15 years before Waiting
3: came
0: out. Yeah, no, we i think were playing the penis did. game.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. I think- and if you got caught, uh, you had to put your leg out and yeah. get snapped with a towel.
0: Oh, uh, we still do it like via text message and everything <laughs> too. It's just nice. like ah,
4: gotcha, Hello, you gotcha. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so um, anyway. So our fryer's there, you know, to make like the chicken fingers and chicken wings and stuff. Yeah. To fill the fryer, you would pull out the box from underneath the sink. And it was hydrogenated oil. And you would just scoop up a couple lumps and chuck it in the fryer. And that was our fry oil. Yeah. You know, it doesn't need to be refrigerated. You know, doesn't need to be sealed up really.
0: So I think a lot of people would know though, like they hear that they're bad, why?
1: Why is high fructose corn syrup bad? Or sorry, why is um, Um, partially hydrogenated oil bad? Yeah. Um, Well, it's the devil. It's not natural. Your body doesn't actually know how to process it. And it's not to say, (laughs) it's not to say your body doesn't know how to process it because your body can process, If you get a, I had a a tooth, a chunk of a tooth in my foot. Uh, I kicked a dude in the face (laughs) and a a whole chunk of his front tooth came off in my foot. Oh, nice. Didn't realize it. My foot. Happens to me all the time. (laughs) Right? (laughs) My foot like grew over it and whatnot. And it eventually, you know, just kind of took it and, and wiggled it out and spit it out of my foot right? Your body knows how to process some weird ass shit. Yeah. Your body just can't process trans fat. And so when you take in trans fat, if you're looking to burn that fat, if you're looking to convert that fat to heat energy, um, to be utilized by your body. So your body basically takes it from wherever it is, sends it to your liver your liver metabolizes it, turns it into glycogen, sends it to your muscles so you can create movement.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, y- your body can't break that shit down. So it gets to stay there. So you're taking in, you're basically taking in perma- permafat.
0: How do, you, how do you get rid of it though? man? You, or is it you, just a slower process? You
1: do kind of inadvertently break it down. It's a much slower process. And it's kind of like. Um,
0: is it like one, one, one monosaturated or something yeah, like that? Yeah, it's kind of like
1: it gets, like, you know, you'll get some to sneak in by with a bunch of good guys, you know, okay. kind of thing. Um, it does a bunch of other really terrible things on a molecular level. <laughs> Um, to actually to your fat cells and to the walls of your blood vessels. It just makes,
0: it like makes any progress that you make and everything else just that much more difficult.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's, you're, you're talking about an actual, you're talking about an actual substance that, okay. If I take in too much muscle, right. If I have too much muscle on my body, um, pretty much i 'll just i 'll just cannibalize i 'll yeah. just internally cannibalize yeah, 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 yeah. and i 'll metabolize that muscle and i 'll use it for energy you know um, if I take in too much water i 'll take a piss if I take in too much trans fat, I have pulmonary embolus um, you know heart attack've got i 've got uh, uh, you know, plaque in my in my arteries blood vessels yeah. i've got um uh, atherosclerosis i've got all kinds of terrible shit that fat does to your body yeah you know so uh, that's that's kind of like my big uh, another big bugaboo if i see hydrogenated oil i don't put it in my gullet
3: okay
0: at all noted
1: yeah and um
0: well, a lot of people don't realize too that they are like I mean god man you can you can go down a crazy rabbit hole of of the like when you start looking at nutrition and then you start looking at um, I, I guess like like where it's sourced and stuff like that. Sourcing so like, your food is really like, important. Well, well no like where, like where where it's coming from like the um, the oils and stuff like palm is
3: huge.
0: Palm's like one of like the leading uh factors to deforestation because mm-hmm. like the the rainforest are like fuck it palm is lucrative as hell let's uh-huh. just cut all this like old growth down put these little palms not like not like hollywood or florida palms right, like right, yeah, little, yeah. little short stumpy yeah. looking things if you haven't ever seen one but um i will tell you this as much as i hate deforestation those fucking little lint chocolate truffle balls, <laughs>
4: so fucking good. It's so good. They're so good. It's just where did the priorities oh land? Oh my god. The prior, where did dude, the priorities do land? Talk?
0: Like I got some. Uh, like I'm like a fucking oh, man, like a crackhead over here, like geeking out. Maybe it's because I've been on this like, diet <laughs> or something. But dude, I, day could on go, Wednesday. I could go through a fucking box of those things. They're yeah. so good but I like when you eat them you can you can taste how good they are you know that they can't be good for you it's just it's that's the thing
1: that's the thing I will actually say this if you if you stay away from high, fruct- high fructose corn syrup mm-hmm. you stay away from hydrogenated oil you stay away you know what uh monosodium glutamate makes everything taste fantastic there, but that's its job. Yeah. It's job is to enhance the flavor of whatever it's with, you know? So that's, it just creates a more intense flavor
2: of, of whatever you're adding. it What to. is umami. it? Umami. Uh, umami. Like the burger. Like I think, I believe that's the flavor it gives. Oh really? Which is amazing.
1: It's, I don't, I don't, I don't th- know. I so what's, it's imami? a, it's a, it's huh. a,
2: it's so actually a byproduct, flavor.
1: Huh. it's a byproduct of yeast. Um, and you'll actually find monosodium glutamate in a lot of foods not labeled as monosodium glutamate. Oh really? Yeah. They'll just call it yeast extract.
3: Huh?
0: Cause it is. Man, you're just giving me so is much
1: more Is that like Vegemite? <laughs> yeah, kinda. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> So they'll just they'll just call it yeast extract, um, autolized yeast extract. Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I have marma. so
0: much work now, though. It's like, <laughs> it's like okay, all right. Here's the five <laughs> things. But just See, so thing, you know, though. they don't have to put these labeled in. So these are the things. You there did. are
1: other there are other yeast extracts. Mm-hmm. There there's a number of yeast extracts. Monosodium glutamate is one of them. Gotcha. So just because it says yeast extract doesn't mean it's MSG, right.
0: but it can be. Oh, man. Um, I, we, I wasn't even on the same page as you this entire time. I just heard you saying monosodium glutamate. Didn't even think about MSG. Yeah. I just oh, yeah? Had, I just had MSG. <laughs> My I, just, bad. I, just, I just had MSG. Okay. I, like, I, I, I got to be brutally honest. <laughs> I
2: got to be brutally honest.
0: It's like, monosodium glutamate. Okay.
2: Okay, well, I, one, I mean, I'm pretty sure I don't eat that. I'm pretty sure I don't eat that ever.
0: But then, like that MSG stuff, though, is good. Yeah, MSG. Like, yeah. Dave has a Panda Express card. Oh yeah. Oh man. I am a member. Yeah. He was like, he he was so disappointed that he didn't bring it because he wanted to show it to you.
4: (laughs) Panda Express member. I
0: told him. I was like, I was like, all right. So here's the thing about Dave. Um, We do have our food here. For groceries and everything, but he likes to go to Panda Express at ten o 'clock in the morning and then get enough for the entire day 10?
2: Like ten or eleven 10, right? thirty I believe oh, yeah now I yeah know. Dep- now I know. yeah, I have one of the worst diets ever <laughs> this period <laughs> <laughs> I lived off of pizza for a year
4: That's wow, it. yeah,
2: like we we ordered a pizza and we found out. Uh, it was cold. My roommate complained, and they said, you're a great customer, sir. Uh, we'll get another pizza out to you. And he's like, what do you mean you're a great customer? He said, well, we have a track of how many pizzas you ordered last year. And he goes, oh, really? How many? 372. Yeah. And we, we we'd go on vacation. I mean, it's not every day, but that is more than one pizza a day. That's a, that is more than one pizza yeah. a day. That is impressive. Yeah. That is
1: impressive. You should see. You should. I mean, you should look into that. That might be a record. Yeah. You should talk to somebody.
2: They were very. They were very happy to bring us an extra pizza. They had no problem. So it was like five minutes later because you're
1: keeping their business alive.
0: (laughs) So now I can refer to you not only as Dave has his masters in film and, and everything. Call him an expert on a bunch of things, but now I can call you an expert on pizza, pizza. Right? right? Right. I mean, that's, that's a lot of experience right there. Like well, that's, hold on. one, that's, it was that's the one name store pizza place. Yeah. Oh, Which
1: okay. means, which
2: means we did order from other, from places. other places. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even think it gets, about that. Oh yeah, wow. It gets scary. so much pizza. Oh wow. So, okay. So uh, as
4: did
0: you do Giorno, I was going to say as a, as a pizza connoisseur, as a pizza connoisseur, what, what's your, what's your, your personal preference?
2: Uh, I mean, I, I'm a Domino's thin crust. Yeah. Pepperoni. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
4: Wow. It's pretty good. I just
1: watched a video today. Uh, it was a, was it a vine? No, it wasn't a vine. It was a, I think it was a Facebooks video and it was a dude that works at, and he te- he, he tells you which Domino's he works at. Oh yeah. He's like, uh, oh, You know, he tells the camera, he's like, "Uh, you know, I'm at, you know, this is where I work. It's this Domino's in this town on this street, you know, and he's like, and I want to show you. uh, There is dough settling in the bathroom. (laughs) And he takes you in there and he takes you through the hallways and he's showing you the the trays of dough. You know, dough coming out and, you know, little balls of dough. You know, in the, in the trays, like, because uh, dough has to, like, settle and rise, you know? Yeah. So he's going through all the racks, going, kind of walking through the back, and then gets to the bathroom door, and he opens the bathroom door, you know, like the employee bathroom door.
3: Yeah.
1: And racks of dough. Just rack upon rack of dough. Oh, you and can't he, like, put
2: lifts, that on social. You're fired, bro.
1: Up. He lifts the thing up, and he's like, he's like you see this? Do you see this? dough in the bathroom and he's like this and he's like look there's dough there's the toilet he's like yeah so we just push the cart to the side to use the, the toilet oh he's gonna get fired
2: you think he's gonna do you a- think I love Domino's. I consider that almost like an organic yeast or something right. yeah, It's like yeah. a fermented like <laughs> maybe that tastes better I don't right? know it's, yeah. very, I'm possible. Not gonna judge it's very possible it's very possible it's very possible
1: there's, some, there's poop stuff, right? Uh, coffee. There's poop coffee. There's poop coffee.
0: Oh, yeah, the guano, uh, the bat poop coffee? No, the, uh, the cat poop the cat. coffee. What? Yeah,
1: they
2: feed the coffee beans to, like, a civet cat. Um, and then it, it basically can smell, what they say is that it, it can smell the, the good beans, and it only eats the ripest beans, and then it goes through the digestive system and it can't. Process the bean yeah. itself. And there's something. There's and something then about their, they roast it and give it to you.
1: There's something about the, their digestive process that does something special to the bean. And then then you pick it out of the cat shit and you roast it up and mm. it, and that's the let it's like you
2: pay a lot for that.
1: It. Yeah, that's the super gourmet coffee. Fucking
3: fuck that cat poop coffee, yeah.
0: dude. I'll 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 feed your cat <laughs> <with the> coffee. <laughs> right? I'll get some black rifle coffee and this get motherfucker some and like <laughs> feed that
2: shit to Roswell. <laughs> I got Dude. a Yorkie. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey why
1: not? we can try it. We can yeah,
0: try
2: all this stuff. But
4: there.
0: come on. She's way too small. I mean, you might get a cup of coffee in, out of her <laughs> espresso uh, Yorkie. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's espresso version. You need something like a mastiff or a great dane. Oh, you haven't seen you haven't seen cage yet. Cage.
1: Oh, cage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, cage
0: over. yeah. Kit's got a Planet Cage. Uh, yeah, he's he's got a very you want to talk genetics. Man. He's got a beautiful, beautiful pit. He's gorgeous. Yeah, he is. He is. He's he is. How, how much did he
4: weigh?
1: Uh, he was one sixteen. One sixteen. Lost it. Lost a couple pounds in the move.
2: All muscle. Hmm. Dude is legit. Probably legit. eats my Yorkie in a day. It's five pounds. So oh easily. oh, that's a meal. Yeah, that's yeah, a meal. yeah, yeah. That's a meal. <laughs> yeah. But he, the
1: cool thing is, is that. He's an absolute
0: vagina.
1: I mean, one hundred percent vagina. Yeah. So
0: since he was a except so for when a, he tries to hunt me, he's just yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's trying he's to dominate. Like he's very aggressive about trying to mount me. He's yeah. he's a <laughs> he's,
1: a, uh, he's a, a medical service dog, right? So I got him, you know, trained up and stuff when he was a, when he was a pup and everything, and it's been hell to get him untrained, but. Um,
2: uh, he wait, wait, sorry what is he servicing that he humps people <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Right? like it's hard to untrain him from yeah. his uh, uh, yeah he's <laughs> actually he medically a, trained
1: a, a narcolepsy dog oh yeah, it's just this. That'll it's, wake you up.
2: It's that'll e- wake e- you up. E- <laughs> yeah. You got a hundred and twenty pound pit way. just <laughs> pumping yeah. your leg, just like <laughs> it's like
0: the way he wraps his arms oh, yeah. around he your leg. He you. dude. He goes yeah. like full mouth, wake just up. like Argh. like
1: fuck, dude. It's hard to actually get your leg away, right? Yes, because I've yes. Seen, he's never done it to me. Yeah. He's never done it to me, but I've seen him like grab like a girl's leg. And take it, yeah. And like the girl, unable to get her leg back. No, he, yeah, yeah. he
0: he gets like a full grip on it. <laughs> yeah. He gets a full grip, like He's trying to paw, wake you up, paw over paw, and just like locks it in. Yeah, and then looks over at Kit, like, <laughs> like this, th- this look, is cool. I two. own this motherfucker. Right? I'm number two. I'm yeah. number two. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: number two. So uh,
1: anyway, so from the time he was a puppy, you know, I he was he was big. He had like abs. When he was like ten weeks old, and so I was like, okay, well, people are gonna freak out on this guy, you know, when I when I take him on the airplane and stuff. So, since he was a puppy, he's been uh, he hasn't been allowed to show any sign of aggression whatsoever, not any at all, not toward people, toward dogs, toward toys, nothing. So he's he's allowed to bark once when there's somebody at the door, and he does. And that's it. Just one big, oh. that's,
4: that's,
1: that's it. That's all he's got. And then he's allowed to growl when he's playing tug of war. And that's the only time. Um, so like if we're at the dog park or something like that, or we're somewhere where there's other dogs, uh, if dogs are being t- aggressive toward him, he just actually just turns around and puts his butt in their face. Yeah. Like he doesn't get it. Like he doesn't even understand because he's never been allowed to do it. So he just sticks his butt in their face, and then you know, dogs get confused, and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa you know, let, me, let me get in there. Yeah. What's, what's going down over here? And then he'll be like, you know, he'll turn around and be like, are we cool? Are we cool? Are we good? No? 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 All right, all right. So he'll stick his butt in their face a couple times, then try to play with them intermittently, and then when they're just still being dicks, he just walks away. And I'm talking about Yorkies. Like little dogs. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, yeah they're aggressive. Straight they're aggressive.
1: whoop his ass. And people are all like, all the time, people are like, don't you want him to stand up for himself?
0: Nah, no. No. Nah. No, I don't. Not when you have 120 pounds of he's, muscle. Yeah.
1: He's, people already like, they'll go to the other side of the street, you know, if they're coming toward us. They'll pick their children up off yeah. the ground. And, and uh, the thing is, is that he's a, He's a perpetual six-year-old. He will be a six-year-old until he dies. He's not going out into the workforce, into the corporate <laughs> world where he's going to need to stand up for himself against the bullies of the world to get ahead in life yeah. or some shit like that. Yeah. No, he doesn't need to stand up for himself because if he does, it's going to be fucking scary. Yeah. And then, I'm, and then I'll lose him and then he'll get put down yeah. Yeah. because... All that dude would have to do is growl at somebody and I would have knocks on my door, I guarantee. Yeah. Just because he looks like a great white shark.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. Hey, you guys want to uh, see, see uh, Cage or anything, you check him out on uh, Kit's Instagram, too. Yep. He's got some photos on there. Yes, and everything, yep, he's a star. Yeah.
1: At Kit Cope, by the way,
0: is yeah. My Instagram. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. plug that one. Throw it out there. It's actually at Kit Cope. For Instagram, Twitter, everything Facebook, across everything. the board, because you don't have a name like Richard Ryan, <laughs> right. where uh. the IRA, the everybody's like looking for you. It's like the. Do you know DHS. there's like a super
1: karate guy? What's that? Richard Ryan's a super karate guy.
0: There's a stunt man, Richard Ryan, who's who uh, apparently I won the uh, Academy Award for. Um, the Dark Knight, actually. Oh, that is and impressive. They, 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 uh, they sent me the SAG award for The Dark Knight. And I was like, oh. Um,
1: that is impressive. That's,
0: that's the wrong person. So I actually hit him up and everything. He's like, hey, do you want this? Because it's kind of cool. It has my name on it. It's <laughs> The Dark Knight and everything. <laughs> it's kind of uh, legit. <laughs> yeah.
1: Apparently, I was, uh, I was in The Wrestler. According to IMDb. Oh really? I was, uh, yeah, I was. I had a, a main role in the wrestler. I oh, was um,
0: yeah. Havoc. Okay. I
1: was Havoc in the wrestler.
2: Did someone just put you in there? Or no like the... idea. Huh. Don't weird. know. See, I was Jack in the Beanstalk. I was the Beanstalk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not that great, but it's on IMDb. Yeah. It's Wasn't funny. me. Wasn't me. But a lot of people recognize. The, the name, the, the, and they're like, were you
1: the beanstalk? Hey, were you the beanstalk? Uh, because you don't really look like no. a beanstalk. Not really. But, you know, it's makeup. Yeah, makeup I mean, can do wonders. Yeah. There's a, this is a, that's Richard Ryan.
2: Oh, yeah. See that? Put a on a camera there. Boom. Yeah, it is Richard.
1: Richard Ryan. Those are his lightning pants. <laughs> they're huh. my favorite. That's I great. like I like when you wear the lightning pants. That's
0: great. So the other other uh, Richard Ryan stunt coordinator, is like a master swordsman or something. along On does like all these like, gotta like be. fight coordinators and stuff like that. And yeah, but um, yeah. So let's let's. Uh, I, I, I'm sure for anybody who's come here that is a fan of yours, they're probably like, would you shut the fuck up about aspartame? <laughs> God damn it! Talk about fighting! It's it's been an hour and (laughs) a half, and you haven't referenced one fucking fight. Jesus! All right, all right, all right, all right. So like, just poop pizza. Yeah. This (laughs) this whole time, this whole time I've been here, I haven't like. I was like, all right, we'll we'll save it because we'll probably podcast and everything. But like, there is. Oh
1: man, we've done we've done nutrition, we've done. Uh, we, we touched on exercise a little bit. Yeah. You know, exercise is actually really important as well. Um, we've done uh, drilling holes in your head, <laughs> cat poop coffee. Poop pizza. Poop pizza. Uh-huh. Um, we've actually covered a lot of ground. A, a lot. A lot. A lot. This is a very...
2: Best very in show,
1: dogs. Informational... Yeah. Uh, this is actually very densely, densely packed with information. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, fights.
0: Yeah, fights. So, let's, let's, start, like let's start from, let's start from uh, your, like, kind of path to it. Because you, you have a really interesting story. Like, I mean, yeah, okay, I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know any guys who speak
3: Thai.
1: Uh, I don't know any white ones. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, well, it's not, it's not a, uh, it's not something that you really use. No. Except for when ordering food. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. That. And that's, that's actually the sucky part about it. So because I do speak Thai, um, and that's because I lived in Thailand for a year and a half, uh, and among other trips to Thailand, uh, to train and to fight and whatnot. And, um, this is way before all these All these, uh, man, we'll just call them the new guys. When all the new guys, so it's like a popular thing now to go train in Thailand for two weeks before your fight or something like that. Just to say you did it? Just, yeah, but more or less. Um, I'd say that. So before white people,
0: yeah. Two weeks before, I feel like that'd give you jet lag. Before white
1: people were actually going to train in Thailand, You know, that's when I was there actually living at camp for 19 months. Uh, You know, I would go six, seven months without seeing a white person uh, or speaking English. Um, So it was a little bit different back then. That was back when nobody was doing it. I was the first American, not the first white guy, but the first American to fight in one of the big stadiums there. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so this was, this was back in the day, but, uh, the, the crummy part about speaking Thai is, is you don't get to use it here at all. Yeah. Like ever because you don't, I mean, and the, and the thing is like, I'll see Thai people. So I have, I have good, um, Asian radar.
4: Be- yeah because i that's
1: a way of yeah, putting it because i've I've spent a lot of time in Asia you yeah. know whether it's uh southeast Asia or japan china uh korea you know i've been all over all all over there and um so it's it's uh, i can you know I can tell that this person is actually Korean and this person is chinese and this person yeah. is actually like northern chinese and this person you know so my uh my recognition on that's pretty good so I'll see Thai people all the time, and I want to talk to them. I just want to talk to them so that I can practice. Yeah. Because I haven't practiced. So then I'll go to like a restaurant and I'll sit down to order food, and, and I'll talk so much. Now, well, that, the thing is, too, is, is that Thai people, unlike people of other countries, if you even try to speak Thai, and more than likely you're just going to be trying. Because it's fucking hard. Yeah. Um. It's the third hardest language to learn. Who ranks that? I. That's a really good question. (laughs) Apparently, first is Navajo. Because it's very glottal and has no written language. Oh wow! So that's why apparently that one's the hardest to learn. Yeah. Um. The second is Finnish. I'll tell you the truth. I mean, I've been to Finland. I think that they don't actually speak. And <laughs> I, I, I think that they actually <laughs> sp- speak with their brains and just look at each other and do this.
4: <laughs> they sound like fucking
1: turkeys. I, they're, they're, they speak so fast, so fast, I can't, I can't even tell that they're actually saying real words.
0: Yeah. Well, um, I think any new language too, like you feel like that they're, they're talking really fast because you're trying to process instead of...
1: They really do though. Yeah, yeah, They yeah, really yeah. talk fast and everything, every word, like every consonant is like three consonants. Yeah. Like together, it's like yeah. triple J, Y, K, K, L, F, 2, whatever. It's, it, the, it looks like you're just going... <laughs> <laughs> Like something's falling downstairs or something, it's, so I can see how that's a really difficult language to learn. Yeah, um, Thai is tonal. There's five different tones, so you can say the same word, but in a different tone, and it means a different thing. An kind example. of like, kind of like the f-bomb, right? Yeah. So this, so it's like if I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck fuck. Right. Yeah. There's, yeah. Yeah. You know what all those are. Yeah. Right. So, um, uh, my mom's gonna, my mom's gonna love this. (laughs) I don't think I've ever said the F bomb in front of my mom, but she watches everything that I do. Oh. She's a huge fan. Sorry, mom. (laughs) Sorry, mom. Love you. Um, anyway. Uh, so for instance, if I say, um, cow, like like moo cow, you know. Mm-hmm. Except for moo actually means pork, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Animal. Um, so there's uh, cow, which is rice. Cow, which is horn. Cow, which is knee. It's all cow. <laughs> it's all cow, but it's white rice, horn, and me, all cow. So when I was learning how to speak, I was like, uh, you know, bygen cow. No, 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 no. Bigin cow. That's what I said. I said, you know, I, I'm going to eat. Yeah. I said, bygen cow. No, 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 no. Bigin cow. Holy shit, I'm saying what you're saying. <laughs> like I had a number of those conversations. Yeah, your, your I don't co- hear any
2: difference. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Your coach, your coach is, uh, is, is, is saying, throw the knee, throw yeah. the knee. And you're like, you're like what the fuck is I'm like, is, I is, am, am not it? hungry. Uh, yeah, no, like what does rice have to do with this? Uh, uh,
1: yeah, so it took a while to learn. But I mean, it's just being there and not having the option really helps yeah you know Uh, and a lot of the guys at at camp when you live at a Thai boxing camp so when they're like five years old six years old they pretty much have like the option of okay go to school go to Thai boxing camp now go to school is a little more expensive because you're still living at home um, you know, so your parents have to take care of you. They got to buy you school stuff. You know, there's a uniform, that kind of thing. Um, uh, if you go to Thai boxing camp, you go to Thai boxing camp. You're five years old and you go to Thai boxing camp. Like, uh, like um, A Knight's Tale. Did you ever see that movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 Remember yeah. when he's a little kid and he just gives them to that dude? Yeah. That's Thai boxing camp. Hmm. So when you're five years old, you just go to Thai boxing camp. And now Thai Boxing Camp owns you. So they're they're responsible for educating you, you know, taking care of you, feeding you, clothing you, housing you. Wow. Um and whatnot. And in return, you, you know, run errands and clean up and help around the camp and and learn Muay Thai. Yeah. As you're growing up, learn Muay Thai, and and at a fairly young age, it'll be decided whether you're going to be a fighter or a trainer, uh, or a then, target. And then <laughs> and then you start. <laughs> you just kind of start meandering toward that life goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know you've been raised by the Thai boxing camp for the last you know 15 years. Actually, it would be much. So they turn pro at like 11. Wow. So you've been raised by the Thai boxing camp for the last, you know, eight or nine years. And if you start, you know, you start making money fighting, well, you got to pay back the Thai boxing camp. Yeah. So you've been an indentured servant for a while. So you've just got to pay him back, Ooh. you know, and then, and then, you know, they, they, they kind of manage your money for you and teach you how to, you know, how to live, After you're done fighting. Oh, that's cool. You know, so, um, so yeah, so that, that, what that means is very few kids actually go to school and go to Thai boxing camp. Very few. There are, there are a couple, um, but most of them it's either or. So the people that grow up in Thai boxing camp are generally the least, the least educated. So those aren't the ones that are speaking English. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. So that's all Thai, all Thai, all day. Uh, so you get, I mean, you learn real fast or you get hungry or you pee your pants or you, you know, shit goes bad. So
0: how old were you when you, uh, you went over there to start? The training?
4: first
1: time I went there, I was 16. Okay. Um, And then i went with the u.s kickboxing team u.s muay thai team Mm -hmm. uh, when i was 17. Um, then i think the next time i went which was funny because it was like oh once in a lifetime opportunity um and then (laughs) the next time i went i was like 19 Mm -hmm. and then pretty much every year or every other year after that and then i was uh when i went there for the long for the long period, I was um, 20, 20, 20, 21, 20. I okay. was 20. I was 20, um, I think. So, uh, yeah, went there, lived for a little while, uh, taught English at Thomas Heart University. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to have like a teaching degree or anything. No. You just have to speak English. Right. You don't even have to speak Thai. You just have to speak English. Oh, you speak English? Great. Great. Professor?
3: Yeah. You qualify.
1: (laughs) 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 Kind of like it is here. Yeah. Um, So, uh, yeah, that was a good time. That was a good time. A year and a half, a little over a year and a half, uh, training and fighting. Fighting, actually fighting in Thailand. Yeah. And thereabouts, Burma, Myanmar. um, Yeah,
0: all over there. Laos. That's crazy um, though to think. Like, I mean, I mean, they're a factory. They're just churning. So, like, I mean, like, how many fights does um, uh, does a fighter from say Thailand go through? Because I mean, it's it's well in the hundreds. Dude,
1: they'll have they'll have you know by the end of their career. Mm -hmm. By the end of their career, it's not uncommon to have three hundred fights. Wow. They'll fight every week sometimes, every week for years sometimes. Start when they're 11? They start, they start, so they'll start fighting in like temple fights mm-hmm. when they're, which is awesome. It's like, it's like, you know, fighting at
0: church. <laughs> so Great. they'll, yeah, they'll actually so, have, yeah, school, school is fight camp. Yeah. Church is fight camp. Exactly. So, exactly see where the priorities are.
1: Yep. So, they, uh, so they'll have like temple fights and those will be like the kids. Um, they'll start fighting around eight years old. Um, they'll turn pro somewhere between 11 and 14. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, by the time they're 16, shit, they could have a world title. Wow. By the time they're 16, you know. They, uh, and a lot of them, a lot of them fizzle out by the time that they're 25 because they've done, they've done nothing but Muay Thai for that many years. And that's the thing is that when you do Muay Thai, that's what you do. Yeah. That is all you do.
0: I mean, 25 is so young to be done with something though. Like then what?
1: Then you get a job or you, if you've made a lot of money, then you like buy a business or buy a camp. Mm. Um. Uh, a lot of them will buy uh, like a food truck or a food cart. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Like
1: a cart, you know? Like, yeah. Like a, like a fruit cart. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, which is f- hilarious because that's what a lot of them do because that's, that's very easy, very consistent money.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: You get yourself a food cart, go down to the to the floating market on the Chapaya River, you know, every morning you get your fruit, you chop it up, you throw it in the cart, you wheel it down the street, people buy the fruit, do it again tomorrow. super easy, you can sustain your life wow. for the rest of your life. very easy um, which is hilarious because you don't realize as you're walking down you know whatever road that it, like if you're in euro trash world mm-hmm. which is which is um, um uh those guys, like most of the guys that are wheeling carts are fucking heroes. Oh, wow. Are Muay Thai heroes that have just, you know, given it up and, and you know, kind of unrecognizable. But I've, seen, I've seen, seen them before, you know, guys that I recognize from videotapes and stuff mm-hmm. pushing, pushing a crepe cart. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the whole life there. Yeah, it's the it's the entire life there, and there's fights every day. So it's not like here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every day, every day. I mean, there's fights every day, and there are big fights every day. What do you mean? Like, I mean, there's temple fights. Mm-hmm. You know, there's smaller promotion fights going on over here. Uh, TV studio fights. There's two different TV studios. Wow. Um, there's a lot of people there though, too. That that yeah, there's two different TV studios that have fights in studio, just for the TV station. Um, and then there are really three main main um, stadiums. Mm-hmm. Two two of them are the biggest that have been there for a hundred years, and then the last one, Rangsit, is. Is somewhat newer, you know, the last 15 years, but it's still a, a pretty big stadium. So there's Rasha um, uh, Damnan or Ramnan, and then there's Lumpini, which a lot of people call Lumpini, um, and then Rangsit. Those are like the three main big stadiums, and in those stadiums, there are major fights every single night. Wow. Not always, you know, championship fights, but major fucking fights. Yeah. A huge promotion every single night. Wow. People betting. There's a whole big thing, a whole big area where people come and they stand in the same place every night and they have these hand signals and they're making bets
0: and it's crazy. so... Wait. So you say you were uh, one of the first to fight in the big stadiums there? Then yeah. Which one was that? I was, was the that? first. Uh, I was the first. First white guy. No, first
1: American. American, American. Because yeah. there's a, there, there's actually a, there's a few um, that that actually fought like in early '90s, like uh, um, Rob Common and Ramon Decker's. Okay. That and they and they were like the pioneers as far as white people are. You know, they were like the, the pioneer white people of fighting in Thailand. Yeah. You know, and um, and they were fucking good. Both of them were just are beasts. Yeah. Just beasts, and they were, uh, they kind of uh, mapped out the way to beat Thai guys. Really. And that's the thing. Everybody's afraid to fight Thai guys. Afraid to fight Thai guys. Why? Because it's all they do. That's all they do for their whole life. Yeah, you're afraid to fight those guys. But... uh, There's holes in their game. What they showed you, what what Ramon Deckers and and Rob Common showed you is you don't fight a Thai guy like a Thai guy. Yeah. You fight a Thai guy differently than the style that he's used to for his whole life. So... Mm. Consequently, um, I've, I've only been beat by one Thai guy ever. Really? And I was, a, I was an amateur at the time. It was in Amateur World Championships, and I got, I got kicked in the head. And then, um, and then in between rounds, the, the doctor came and, and shined a flashlight in my eye. I guess one of my, one of my pupils wasn't responding <laughs> or something. And, uh, and so he, he called the fight on me after the second round. So, uh, yeah, that was the only Thai guy that you I have lost to. had a lot of money on the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> very possible. <laughs> very possible. But, uh, but other than that, I mean, there's nobody, obviously there's nobody better at Muay Thai than Thai guys. They're just, they're, man, they're, it's like they're built for it. Yeah. It's really like they're built for it. It's like they've figured out a sport that their bodies were created for. And, um, and to fight them their way would just be a, a, an exercise in futility. Yeah. be impossible. So I beat them fighting in my way. Um, how's, how's that? I, I move a lot more. I'm tricky. Yeah. I'm really tricky. I move my feet. Um, uh, I don't, I don't take punishment. Like instead, like, like how I've got you slipping
0: and ducking, yeah. you know? Instead sometimes, of, yeah. <laughs> sometimes, 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 sometimes I don't. And sometimes I get a pad in the face. Yeah, that
1: will happen. <laughs> so instead of catching, you know, yeah. blocking and taking this stuff, I just get out the way. Yeah. So I stay, I stay a lot fresher. I don't, you know, I get to keep this beautiful face you see before you.
0: Yeah, it was funny. We were, um, we were leaving, um, the gym today. Uh, somebody was like, "Why don't you have cauliflower here?" So <laughs> like, I get it drained. Uh, cause I'm smart. I don't want uh, it. I don't.
1: Yeah, man. I'll tell you what. This whole ear, this entire ear, was filled in like this, and I had to have. So they drained it, and then um, put a clamp on it. So you you put this little clamp on it, and you know and it, kind of holds it together while it heals up, yeah. and that kind of thing. But it was still getting kind of, it was still kind of mushy. So then they had to actually drain it again and they put like a little hose, like a little white mm. hose in there that was just hanging out down here and then a clamp. So you turn this little clamp, it's like a little Bessie clamp,
4: mm-hmm.
1: so you turn this little Bessie clamp constantly throughout the day, make it tighter and tighter and tighter. And then out the little, a little white tube you just get drips of fluid oh nice just drips of plasma coming out onto your just dripping onto your shirt when you're in high school that's really cool yeah chicks love that
0: love it
2: nothing but respect yeah
1: nothing but respect so uh yeah this whole ear was full and i got rid of most of it but the clamp didn't go like up up in there You know, Mm -hmm. so like if you look at this ear, how it goes and I've got like a nice, beautifully shaped ear there. (laughs) And then that one's kind of a little little filled in, a little filled in. Yeah. Yeah. And then back this whole part back here is just nice and thick. Um, And then I've got a tiny little bit up here in the corner of this guy. Yeah. Um, When you get it, it's so painful. It's so painful. You yeah. roll over on it in the middle of the night and you wake up screaming. Yeah, It's that painful. The shower is, is, a, is an adventure. It's like the shower trying to wash your hair and stuff without letting water drip on your ears.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Man. It really sucks. I, I know, I know the feeling—not the the ear oh, portion, ear. but yeah. When the doctor wanted to drill that hole in my skull, <laughs> <laughs> I had, the, I had like a, a just so everyone knows, uh, I had this this um, this issue where uh, uh, I get in the shower, somebody touched me on the side of my head, and I dropped to the ground like somebody was sticking a knife in my brain, and so I went to this doctor to have them check it out. And they ran tests, the CAT scans and all that other good stuff. And, uh, you know, got all my money. And then he's like, all right, so you got this trigeminal neuralgia disease and it's affecting your cranial nerve and we gotta cut it. So we're gonna drill a 25 millimeter hole in the back of your skull and we're gonna clip it. And then you won't feel that anymore. It'll cut all (coughs) the sensitivity off. And I was like, all right, cool. Can you give me some antibiotics, and I'm gonna go get a second opinion.
2: <laughs> and, uh, and so he did. And, and that's I went, when you stop being a hypochondriac,
0: right? Yeah. That that's the moment. I was like, all right, well, uh, so I went to your nose, start doctor, or whatever, and tried
1: germinal like, nostalgia. Yeah.
0: scare. Yeah, he was like, he's like, he's like, yeah, you have a sinus infection <laughs> that is very 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 bad and the infection's probably gone almost to Uh. your brain tissue it's 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 taken and the infection has gone to your nerves and is approaching your brain tissue we gotta fucking put you on crazy crazy antibiotics and try to nip this thing before it goes to your brain and i was like okay cool that totally makes sense i agree with that
1: yeah but and that's still that's that's still a sinus infection, a yeah. sinus infection. Yeah, not a drill a hole in my head disease. Nope, nope. That's like saying uh, you've got a parasite. We've got to go in there and get that thing out of there. No, I have a splinter. Yeah, it's a splinter.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just get some fucking tweezers. Yeah, asshole, jerk. But anyways, uh, yeah, I hear you on that. The the cauliflower ear. Yeah, hear you. man.
1: So painful. So yeah. So I got it drained because once you get some cauliflower, it's just easier to add to it and add to it and add to it. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a Christmas tree. So yeah, put all the ornaments on it. <laughs> so I, uh, I am one of the reasons that I, that I don't have it. It's just for uh shit. It's not straight anymore. I used to say all the time, you know, the same reason my nose is straight, which isn't it isn't anymore. Um, one fight. Damn it. I, you know, like 50 professional fights and then I get a broken nose. Yeah. Um, I,
3: how I, It looks hey, you straight. Don't, you can't
1: tell until I put my fingers on it.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I
2: would never yeah, look, have look noticed. Look into the camera and do that.
1: Right? Straight <laughs> nose, is. maybe. Or maybe not.
2: Wow. Couldn't <laughs> yeah. even tell. Can't,
1: yeah, you can't really tell unless I actually yeah, yeah, show wo-
0: you where it is. Yeah. <laughs> Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, you can't even tell unless you're putting pressure on the the side of it.
1: Yeah. Huh. So,
0: what fight was that? Oh uh-huh.
1: man, that was Cameron Dollar. Fuck Cameron Dollar. And uh, and man, I, I I wobbled him. I stuck him once and wobbled him and and I got excited, ran in and kind of got tied up and then taken down, you know, this has happened actually to me in, in a few fights. Got tied up and taken down and then um, uh, trying to do my jujitsu, which wasn't that good at the time. And he ended up taking my back. And then from my back, he started trying to um, stretch me out.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you know, arch my back, stretch yeah. me out, belly to the ground. And, um, And I was fighting it because I was trying to get up. I was planning on standing up with him on my back, you know, and hula hooping him off. And he reached over forward over my shoulder, socked me in the nose. Over the shoulder. Uh, Over the shoulder, came in from this angle. Oh, wow. Yeah. And broke it. And as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, man, that is so Uh broken. Oh. Like, I could totally tell. And then I'm just, I'm just going, I'm <laughs> trying not to let any of the blood come out. Yeah. So that, the, like, the judges can't see that I'm bleeding. Yeah. You know? Which made me, like, hyperventilate. So, yeah. Mm. Then I actually stood up and, and blew out my ACL. That was the end of that fight. Yeah. No bueno. Yeah. So, but other than that, I moved my face don't like to get hit you know people like oh why do you like to why do you like to get hit oh you you're a professional fighter you must like to get punched in the face no no i'm good because i don't like to get punched in the face yeah well that's why i'm spending time not getting punched in the face and punching faces
0: i win yeah well, I mean that I feel like that's why um MMA is kind of well, I don't know. I might just be speaking out of turn because it's just how I feel, but um I feel like a lot of a lot of people watch MMA now because the the boxing world is like that, where like no, I mean, you got like guys like Mayweather and everybody who like who have have fights that might seem a little boring to some people, mm-hmm. uh, but it's because no, the goal's not to be hit, right? So if you're if you're not making a whole lot of contact or, like, brawling, it's hard to see the strategy in that when you're just wanting yeah. to see somebody get KO'd. And, and it, with MMA, it's like, it's, it's, I mean, there's so many different aspects of it, though, now, especially where it's like you have so many different things people bring to the table from wrestling to uh, jiu-jitsu to, you know, kickboxing and and everything else that it's like you know it's 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 just way more um, visually like stimulating yeah absolutely just seeing the different strategies that people use it's more it's more like i'm gonna i'm gonna catch hell for this but um checkers is straightforward right yeah you know what you're gonna get and this is this is it but i feel like um, MMA is is a lot more like chess, it's where it's like
1: absolutely like you, chess. You, I mean, you you there give are many this up strategies, this. Yeah. and there yeah. are many strategies to combat those strategies. Yeah, and many strategies to combat the combating of the strategies. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it's not always
1: just and you're anything like... can happen because quickly yes. because tiny little
0: gloves. Yeah, that. Yeah, it tends to change the tide. Any anything can happen. Yeah, like, anything can happen. Like last weekend. <laughs> so funny.
4: <laughs> so, yeah,
1: but I knew that was gonna happen. Yeah. I called that one. Yeah, I think a lot tail. of a lot of
0: people a lot of people were. A lot of people were. Um, but the one thing that you you called that uh, I think a lot of people really didn't was Misha. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: that was like just a hard one to to really like. Yeah.
1: The thing is uh and the reason why I called Misha is because w- so if you if you look at okay so styles make fights, always remember styles make fights, okay, so it's not that well, this guy beat that guy and that guy beat that guy, so this guy can definitely beat that guy doesn't work like that, like you said, different strategies, different yeah. styles so the problem that Misha presented or didn't even have to be the problem that Misha presented actually starts out as you didn't actually see what you thought you saw when Holly fought Rhonda. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was very more. Now did Holly look terrific? Absolutely. Absolutely. She had a great game plan. She executed it perfectly which fight? This, Holly this. and uh, Ronda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was more of a counter. Yeah. Than a striker. Yeah, exactly. Well, she was a counter striker. Yeah. Um, and what happened was, Ronda played perfectly into her game plan. Yeah. And that's that's what made her look so phenomenal. Yeah. Is that Rhonda did everything perfect for Holly's success. Yeah. You know? Um, And so what's that make Holly look like? Well, it makes Holly look like a superhero. You know? So, Rhonda beat up Misha twice, finished her twice. Holly annihilated Rhonda. However... Misha has a lot of different things to offer. She's got solid wrestling, whereas Ronda does not. Ronda is a judoka, so Ronda needs to actually grab your upper body, pretty much. She needs to grab your upper body to get you to the ground. If Ronda knew how to change levels and shoot to some legs, or shoot to the waist, you know, or something like that, she could have possibly gotten Holly down and then it would have been a different world. Yeah. However, since Rhonda's running in trying to grab Holly's upper body and Holly knows Rhonda's going to come in and try to grab my upper body, that means she knows exactly where she's going to be at all times. Right there in front of you, coming directly to you. Really easy. Yeah. Really easy to pick you off. So... Misha, on the other hand, um, wrestler. So she's changing levels. She's changing angles, not just coming straight at her. Um, she's got really good jujitsu and really good wrestling together, and they work. They work synergistically. You know, she's she's put them together very very nicely, um, and she's not afraid to mix it up. She's not afraid to to. Throw punches and sock jibbers, you know she's she'll she'll stand there toe to toe, and she's a little smarter in that instead of just believing that she is the greatest thing of all time, she believes that she can pull off the right game plan to get the job done, yeah you know. Yeah. So there were a lot of different things that 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 um, that Misha offered that Ronda didn't. Misha offers a, a, a just a, a largely diverse portfolio whereas Ronda is just super strong in one thing. Yeah. That's another thing. Ronda has been winning fights based on exactly what got her into th- the Olympics. She's been winning fights on the skills that she brought into that gym that she trains at. She hasn't learned anything at that gym. She's learned how to hit pads, which is choreography. You know, you can learn the nay-nay as well. You know, it doesn't mean you can dance, yeah. right? So she's learned, she's learned... Uh, how to hit pads and make it look pretty. Um, I don't know that she's learned any other submissions. She has learned some more submissions, actually. She she did go up and train with Nick and Nate a little bit. Um, But, you know, she needed wrestling. She needed Muay Thai. She needed boxing. And the thing is, is that she, why, why, you know, why muddy the waters? she's already beating people with the skills that she has yeah you know well
0: i think it's necessary for <clears throat> not just a, a a division or a weight class um but all that stuff's necessary for the bar to get raised right absolutely and and so so while that <clears throat> some people might look at the loss as like oh well like she's she's uh handicapped and this ability is like no actually it's a grow. In my opinion, it's like the growing pain of the the division of the, the class. Yeah, absolutely. And because like you, uh, you look at the growing pains of the men's weight over the last twenty years, and it's insane. You see these guys in these different styles just dominate, dominate, and then they get just they just get crushed and just uh, a, a huge upset Good. or something like Big that. Jump in and skill then, level, and then the skill level goes through the roof. Yeah, through the roof, and you get guys like like Dillashaw or one where it's just like just just like oh my god, this is just like it, it's just everything about this performance is just like it's 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 it's, it's transcendent. It's, yeah, it, it yeah. is. It's like so many different disciplines coming together and working perfect for the strategy that he's trying to implement into the fight. And um, yeah, I, I like you know, it, it, I guess it is what it is.
1: That's the and, thing, though, is if you can see. Imagine, imagine Ronda with actual Muay Thai skills,
0: actual wrestling skills. And that's not to say it's not going to happen.
1: No, 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 not at all. Not yeah. at all. But a Ronda with Muay Thai skills and some wrestling skills is, in my opinion, unstoppable at this point. I mean, that, that person could reign for a very long time because she's a different kind of athlete. She's a beast. She has a mental toughness that is v- very, very rare, especially in women. Yeah. You know? And... Um, and... uh if she actually had somebody that was really teaching her some good skills and not just blowing smoke up her ass telling her she's doing a great job, which is what they told her in the corner, um, then she would be unstoppable. Yeah. Unstoppable with the intensity that she brings, with the propensity to, to you know, uh, or not even the propensity, but with her athleticism. Um, with her her kinesthetic awareness, she could be the greatest to this point for sure. Yeah. Um. However, now we've got Misha, and Misha is way more
0: well-rounded. Yeah. Than. Well, I I can I can sit off on the side and and speculate or say this thing or or whatever but the the funny thing is is like my all of my stuff is just based off of armchair quarterbacking off the sides just being a, an enthusiast or a fan um, but it's kind of funny seeing like going into the the fights like it's not it's not just something that like um Holly Ronda afterwards everybody's like oh yeah yeah i totally knew that was gonna happen i totally uh, knew that was gonna happen mm, really <laughs> really you knew that was gonna happen because if you were a betting person that paid really good really odds. really good really good odds and so like going into this this past <sighs> uh past weekend and everything is kind of funny because i wanted to make sure that we were like public like about no this is what's gonna Lays happen. These are the people, and yeah. This is why and everything. And so like I even said like like I did I did this this parlay and everything too. Um, and, and some people might be like, oh god, you don't start talking about gambling or whatever. But like I did this parlay <laughs> on some of the fights and the funny thing was is, is you were really, really vocal, not just not just openly like as a friend saying, Hey, Nate's gonna pull off of the W. Uh but you're also betting on he's <laughs> yeah, also putting lots of money on. Yeah, it. yeah, because we we were going back and forth on this. We were going back and forth on this and we're like, dude, this like like Vegas is way lopsided for Connor. Exactly. Way, way lopsided. exactly. Like 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 for him to go up two two weight classes yep. and and to never really like gone against anybody with like Jiu Jitsu like the that. The problem and, is the reason why it was like that
1: is because Vegas has to follow the money trend. They have to follow the money trend in order to come out not losing so much money. Yeah. The book has to follow the money. So if, if I mean, and I, I've seen guys, single bets yeah. push lines 100 points. Wow. Because some guy comes in, and drops $100,000 on this fight. So if the line is, is you know, uh, Connor 500 is what it was. 500. Yeah. And some guy comes in and he drops, you know, 100 grand on Connor, then it's gonna be Connor minus six or 700. Yeah. Because they have to follow that money. Yeah. They have to follow that money. So when so many people are betting for Connor, they have no choice but to keep pushing the odds in Connor's favor.
3: Yeah, but
1: otherwise they're going to lose their asses. Yeah.
0: So so just just I'm not going to go down the uh, the gambling uh, rabbit hole, but you, just just to say, like you know the Holly fight and Ronda was like that was one of those things where it's like oh wow like nobody really called that i, I mean there were a few a few people i didn't but uh i, call, I called it right but all for day. this this like we're not only like put, like i wasn't like i couldn't make up my mind about uh misha and holly and then uh i, I was just like i'm gonna bet the over on that which was great but um but, yeah, the only, only beef that I had with you about like that, too, was, was like, I even told you before the fights, I was like, I was like you know who's going to fuck me on this, right? Eric Silva. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did I not? Man. Did I not? Did I not? And, I, th- I,
1: I thought Eric Silva, too. My mom thought Eric Silva. Do yeah. you remember? Yeah. My mom called up and my mom texted and she was like, she was like, "Ah, oh, too bad about Eric Silva. I had he was one of my picks." <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it's so funny, and I, and and I, I hate my you.
1: mom, who hated that I was
0: going to do MMA. Yeah,
1: she hated it, and now and now my mom's my biggest fan. That's so, and funny. she's not even my biggest fan; she's a fight fan. So when she's at work, the card starts at work, you know, where where she's working, and she'll put it on the TV in the casino. And then catch up to it when she gets home.
2: Oh, that's great! She'll
1: watch it at work,
0: and then catch up to it when she gets home. It's—I'm I'm telling you—it's so
1: fast. So sometimes fascinating. Like I'm on the road, and she'll call me and, get, and tell me what's going on.
0: Yeah. Well, generally, like that's why I don't—I don't gamble on MMA because I don't—I don't like—I <coughs> don't, like, I don't <laughs> so want it to—I to, I don't want it to change the way I, I like—I consume it because, mm-hmm. like, I really, really enjoy it. Like, just like we're talking about strategies and everything, just watching the different strategies and different styles of fighting and everything else. It's just, I don't want anything else to influence my behavior or anxiety or, right. you know, yeah, anger yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And so, you so this, enjoy it. yeah. So this, this last one, this last card was the first time in a long time where I was like, Oh man, this is so lopsided.
1: Right. You kind of had, S- to. You, had to. you had to, had to, your hat in.
0: yeah. But you know it is it is what it is um you know, i i wanted i wanted to go go deeper into your we might just have to do another one let's do another one, yeah, let's do another one because uh i'm like i know we're gonna we're gonna shoot tomorrow and everything, so uh want keep keep Dave up too late i real i'm really <laughs> he actually
1: th- does look like he's fading a little bit I huh mean, he had he had a nap, and- the, yeah. And, oh, he's he's he's, he's bursting at the seams. Yeah, so.
0: yeah, uh, So all right, well, you turn
1: uh, red when you have to pee. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that?
0: Flexing,
2: bro. Flexing. Uh, uh, uh.
0: So all right. So I tell you what we'll do is, um, for those of you who who made it through this, and you might not be as 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 satisfied as you might have. I had some preconceived notions with Kit Cope coming on the podcast <laughs> that we get into. was definitely yeah, out there for yeah, sure. Yeah, I get, yeah, we we like we like we went we went uh, a little little too fast down that rabbit hole. But I was just trying to give you guys an idea of like why I'm so excited to be here and uh, what's going on because like I travel around a lot and everything and and I really don't get a chance to talk about why it is so I'm doing a lot of the stuff that I'm doing. A lot of people only get to see like the the video. Finished product, yeah. yeah so yeah and we we should get into more of of what you're actually doing yeah and so real quick i won't like right now like i won't tell you guys all of this stuff but um one of the things i've been wanting to do is kind of give you guys an idea of like what goes on behind the scenes of everything and and kind of a um uh, i don't know a reason to the madness of of everything and like there's a lot of stuff a lot of people a lot of things that go on like and if if i were to do this one video of us like blowing up the mannequin or whatever people would see that and be like oh okay cool but then they wouldn't see all the hard work going into the training the the all the hard work that meal times put uh-huh. into uh the uh meal the prep. meal prep and everything and it's just so many different, so many different aspects of it. Dave flying out here to Dave to, flying
1: out here, drinking moonshine right? all night. <laughs> to, to,
0: to <laughs> film that stuff. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of, a lot of, Cam lot of moonshine, a lot of cool things that go on in the background. And so just kind of want to, um, I don't know, I'm going to try it out. It's going to be called off range and, uh, I'm going to, um, put it after an action segment. And then if, if ever, like if it does really well and people, like, it's well-received, I, I honestly, I could care less about, um, I could care less about people who share it and, and what other people's opinions, but the core group of viewers, like, there's, like, maybe 100, 200,000 people who generally, like, always watch my, my shows and stuff, and if they if they're like, yes, do more of this, please, then that might be something I do, like, you know, every month or something like that and just kind of, like, a flow of like what's going on behind the scenes. The,
1: I, I feel like the the, the, um, the real consumers, the real, the, the, the people that, that like your videos, not just because you're shooting a gun. Yeah. You know, the yeah. people that like your videos because they like to hear your thought process yeah. and stuff like that. Um, those, I think you've got way more than you think. Of people that like to yeah. watch your videos because yeah. they're your videos, not just because you're right. shooting a gun. Yeah, you know, um, and those kind of people, uh, those real consumers, you know, that are con- that are that are there for consuming the whole thing. Yeah, you know, are uh, man, those those people love the behind the scenes making
0: of, you know, yeah. uh, embedded twenty four seven. Whatever. it embedded is. embedded is a good good example. A really good example where it's yeah. like it's not <clears throat> it's not a complete documentary where it's like right we're gonna we're gonna sit here for an hour and a half but it's a good snapshot yeah it's a good nobody sees the behind the yeah. scenes of
1: what you do they see like yeah. little bits of your setup
0: yeah well it's hard because like a lot of times like it involves dave or you know if you know there's a lot of shoots like when i was in utah and everything i'm just doing everything by myself so uh that's uh, I think we can get some good stuff with a three man crew. Yeah, well no that was the other yeah. thing too is like I uh I got a uh lens so that I could do um kind of like vlogging or whatever but I normally use a cell phone for that stuff and I just want to really like bump up that that quality so it has that kind very of, nice, very of that it's very nice. All right, so what we'll do is we'll we'll, we'll come back to a um, another episode when we're refreshed. Cause I could, I could tell halfway through, I started gassing cause I mean like, cause I get up, I'll get up in the morning at like six thirty, seven o'clock. And then I'll start my, my, uh, cardio and mm-hmm. stuff. And then I'm like halfway through the day. I'm like, just drain. And, but, um, uh, so, uh, I don't know when that episode will go out, but we'll probably film it tomorrow or cool. Thursday or something like that. But, right on. um, so, uh, got in a the busy meantime, next couple of days. Yeah. In, 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 the meantime, how, how would people, what's the best place for people to go for you? You, you want to get that Instagram
2: up or? Yeah, I would
1: say, I would say I'm the most active on Instagram. Yeah. Um, my, uh, Facebook's fan page, I'm trying to be better at it, but, um, it's, it's, it's already, it's already so much just to come up with, Quality content for Instagram. Yeah. And I and I when I started out with the Instagram, I was like, I was like, okay, well, you know, my fans like to know what I'm doing. I'm doing this. And then I would get nothing. I would just get crickets. Or I would come up with something that I thought was fucking hilarious. And I would get nothing. Yeah.
0: And so I was like, And now you just bait all the Connor fans.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So like, okay, you know what? I should probably bump up my content a little bit, um, and it's it's hard to do without repeating, mm-hmm. without like just putting what I put on my Instagram onto my Facebook. Yeah, putting yeah. what I put on my Instagram onto my Twitter. Yeah. So I use I use Twitter mostly for um, random thoughts that pop into my head. Yeah. You know, so I'll get like a random thought or a movie quote or a, or something ridiculous yeah that'll pop into my head and i'll just b- b- bang bang put it on twitter um uh facebook i pretty much just only put like little video snippets mm-hmm. and then and then uh and then instagram is really kind of where i'm
0: putting most of All my right. most of my so, effort so that's kit cope k-i-t-c-o-p-e that is i awesome All right. everybody
1: likes to spell it with a k K-I-T-K-O-P-E. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like I should just change it. You, you shouldn't have <laughs> said that. Don't do that. It's with a C. C-K-I-T-C-O-P-E. They're two words in the English language. Yeah. And yeah. then if you it's ever, pretty, if you ever see
0: Kit out walking around, make sure you call him Kit Cope. Yeah. <laughs> Use the whole name. Whole name. Whole Use name. The whole name. Whole name. All right, guys. Uh, yeah, that's going to do it for today. And uh, I'll see you all next time. Nice. Solid. Two and a half hours.